The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What a delightful episode of UFC Unfiltered we have today. John Jones and Daniel Cormier, both on the show. So tune in. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. We are here and in Hello. good spirits. Uh, yeah, yeah, turn the headphones up a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's like, what a, what a uh, real- fine day. It's a little rainy, but I feel very good here seeing uh, Matt and Chris. Yeah. It might be rainy for you, but it's all sunshine. Sunshine for me. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Uh, night of fights in oh. Long Island. Not much to talk about, though, so we're going to move along. Oh, Jimmy. What? Jimmy, it was so great. Oh, all right. We can discuss a little bit. So glorious. Were you there? Was I there? Yeah, I was there, buddy. <laughs> I was there. I love seeing Matt Sarah on TV. I, I, I just like... No, because I like, I like watching you, because he's cornered, of course, Chris Weidman, and, and I just like watching you because you yell out stuff that even the announcers go, that's great cornering. Yeah. They always say how smart you are. And how uh, how how good the stuff you yell out is? Isn't it ironic? Why? Don't, don't you think? Ironic? Why? I don't know that they say I'm so smart. Well, because I'm smart in that area. Yeah, we all have areas of intelligence. Yeah, and we have also areas that just being dumbasses. Well, we all do. But sure. you know, when it comes, listen. But when it comes to fighting, damn, damn it, I love it. And uh, I'm so I'm so happy for uh, Chris Wyden. Sure, I was too. I mean, the pressure. That that was on him in his. I mean, that's his hometown, and it was electric in that building. Jimmy. Yeah, I wish you were there to feel it. it I was, do too. You know, it was one of those things where the everyone, all all of Long Island was behind him. All of Long Island, New York. I mean, and uh, you know, he's fighting a very tough guy. And the fight alone, the fight was just so dramatic the way it even went down. You know, and I'm so proud of the way. Uh, the way Chris, it really shown that he's grown as a fighter. If just the way, it's not just a victory. Like right. he's strangled many people, you know, in his in his career. But it's the way it went down. It's the way he followed. It's the way he fought. The way he spars. How Longo says how, you know, how he had to deal with adversity. Where in prior fights, that might have made him make. Um, you mean the end of the first round? The wrong choices. Yes. That that how left. he dealt with that in the past. Maybe. <clears throat> it's not the same way he dealt with it on Saturday night and he dealt with it like a champ 
and he and he listened to he was listening in the corner. He listened to Longo. And, uh, Can I let me ask you, Matt? Because you were in the corner. Yes. After that, you know, that, the first round I thought Chris looked pretty good. He was throwing some front kicks. Like he's obviously a lot bigger and stronger. Very good. When that, when he got hit and fell, down, of course I was like, "Fuck!" What, what? When he walks into that corner and you're there, what is on his face? You know him intimately. So what's on his? Are you like seeing? Okay, a bad moment or like, oh my god? Well, you know, a panic. It, we got to see first of all where his head's at. Like, is he? Is he? Is he, how is he after that? Like, is, he, is he still out of it? Is he out of it? Did he? I mean, because it happens so fast. Yeah. And where, and if you see it, like I seen it again, I watched everything on, um, uh, when I got home, I watched the fight again and you could see it really landed right on his jaw, man. I mean, that was a, a nasty shot. He grabbed the leg immediately. But he, he grabbed it. Yeah. He was definitely, you know, Hey, listen, a lesser guy, a guy, you know, in that situation, it's like a fight or flight. Like it's all instinct. So it's like, Oh man, am I going to cover up because I'm hurt? Or is it, I'm in this. I want this, and that's and and that's something you don't have time to think about. Was that if, if that round was longer, would he have been in trouble? Like, was he a what? little bit stunned? If that, say I, that was oh, I, you know what, oh, uh, that is only for that. That Chris would have to answer more than yeah. I, than I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know uh, how he felt. Yeah. How he felt, but I do know by the time he was on the bench, he was okay. Yeah, he, seemed- he did not. Yeah, he was good. He was he was listening. I think he. Um, he might have asked Longo if it was a left. What he got caught with, if I remember correctly. But he was right back, and he was fighting smart. And I mean, up until then, yeah. like in other words, there were certain things that we wanted to work, that we wanted to um, be aware of, and especially in the grappling range, also where he, you know, Kelvin's that type. He's very cool and, and calm, even in bad positions, and he's very hard to get belly down and keep belly down and flatten out and finish. That's what Tim Kennedy tried to do to him, and looked like he was on his way to. Oh man, this is gonna be a, almost an easy fight for him. But then Kelvin, he can get out. He's hard to break down on all fours, right. so he gets he gets it where he gets you get the hooks in on him, and he'll get a you know double grip on your wrist or whatever, and then go belly up, and then it's hard to control him. He'll spin out. Next thing you know, he's on top. He's very scrappy, yeah. and over five rounds, that could that could wear sure. on you, you know. So it was all about control. When he's on all fours, constantly breaking him down. Is that why Weidman wasn't just necessarily yes, pounding him as breaking much? Breaking him down. Okay. We're thinking five rounds and it's saying, look, you got to be content on controlling and beating him up for five rounds and it'll come. It, it, good things will happen. If you look, like, and he even said in his post fight, he was saying how uh, in his other, like, even in his fight with Musasi, um, when things were going well, it's like he was, he had his foot on the gas where. He wanted to be over already, so he put so much into it, and that's an exhausting way sure. to fight. And I, I was really impressed the way he controlled Kelvin, and it, and um, didn't take the bait. Didn't there were certain things. That, I mean, look, he was jumping on Luke Rockhold's back, which wasn't probably the most intelligent thing to do in that fight. Like he's, in other words, all these experiences that he went through, he learned from. And that's what I seen in this fight yeah. more than more than just the finish. Sure. Everything that led up to it, even getting caught with that punch and coming back and having a great second round. The second round was 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 beautiful. How'd you feel watching him drop those heavy elbows uh, when he had him down? That was, it, that was it, nice. It was, I was watching, it, but the thing is, I know other guys like when when he was mounted on Vita Belfort, I knew that Bel- I think I knew it was over. Kelvin's the type of guy that that you know, I'm watching each thing. Is it getting through? Is it getting through? He still has to control this guy. You don't want to. Towards the end of it, I remember being like, "All right, like, don't get greedy. Just yeah. you know, control him. Get his shoulders on the." Ma-. And he just he, he he was smart, man. He was and he, and and again, he gets his arms around anybody's neck. Yeah. They're in trouble. Well, did you and notice that Kelvin was hard to drop the elbow? Because to me, he seems like he's yes, again, he's he really gets, great he's a defense, stocky man. guy, very good defense, and he doesn't panic ever. 
He doesn't. And right? so that makes him very dangerous. And and Chris, you know, listen. Once he had that thing wrapped up, the second he got his arms wrapped around, I remember smacking Longo, going, "This is it. This is it." You know, and uh, oh, it was so glorious. They showed that. That was on TV. I knew it too because I saw you tap Longo like, oh, he has him. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt Seven well, takedowns. You know, and and yeah. pff, and the way he controlled. I mean, listen, I thought he fought beautifully yeah. and smart and uh, patient. You know, I, I couldn't be happier. I thought it was great. How hard you is know? that choke to apply? That seems like a hard one to apply. Oh, no. You, that's, that's, re- is it really easy? It's, well, see, I could do it. I used to, I get that same one. I used to get that with my 16 ounce boxing gloves on because I don't even have to make a, I go palm to palm and I use my chest to put that weight. Chris has long arms. So he was distributing his weight beautifully. Yeah. And he had to even readjust. You see him readjust with it and then come back down. Very, it's very subtle. But it was beautiful. Why were you? And, oh, sorry. Well, go ahead. No, no. You there was. A, you finished this, and I have a question. No, about no, no. The young. way he distributed that weight, and I saw uh, Kelvin wasn't looking to bring that near side leg up to gr- leg up to grab, and he was looking to face him. And I'm like, oh, he's this is. I, I remember just thinking, this this is going to be very difficult for him to get out of. Was he turning the wrong way? No, I mean, if he could get that arm out, like the the left. Let's say if his. Um, if my left arm is trapped in, it's basically a triangle with the arms, right. the head and arm triangle. So it closes each carotid artery. His arm is closing this one. The um, Kelvin's own shoulder closes this one. Well, that's why I thought so it would be harder. So if he could make the carotid, if he so guys try to fucking answer the phone, which I hate. <laughs> is that know? a good one? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's good if the guy doesn't know how to choke you. But would you, you, if someone like, answered the phone, would you? Oh, stop choking? Sandman's calling. <laughs> That's what's calling, <laughs> motherfuckers. But uh, you, you should be. Oh, I have to open up this carotid artery. So the same side that my arm is, is uh, instead of answering the phone, it should be coming down, getting a grip around this leg, and I extend this leg. Now you see my, my left yeah. carotid artery? It's open. And now I look to keep this stiff and go over my over, other shoulder. But look, if you go back to watch Pete Rogelisel versus Th- uh, Thales Latis. Thales, yeah. Latis. I mean, that guy was strangling everybody, and Drago should be fighting at 170. He eventually did, but back then, he, was back he when, when I fought when I fought James George St. Pierre, when I got the title, it's not the point. It's not the point yeah, of the story. It's not the point of the story. But on the but on an earlier fight was uh, Pete Drago Sal versus uh, uh, Thales Leites. I always, Leites, yes, yeah. I said, oh, look at this guy puts his arm. Like, yeah, close enough. <laughs> anyway, that um, Thales is great at strangling people with that head and arm choke. He's got a he won a lot of fights with that. But Drago, although he lost the fight. He, you see him using that defense over and over, and it saves his ass. So he lost the decision, sure, but he didn't say uncle. He didn't tap. It looks like uh, it looks harder to me again, knowing nothing about doing it because you you have more. You have to hold the arm in as well as just his neck. You have more. You have more no, it's, ground it's, to cover. It's, it's how you distribute your weight. But like I said before, Chris. Has his arms? He has a, a tight squeeze, man. Oh, like a freaking anaconda. So when that thing was on, I saw it getting tight. I go, "No, nah, this is his head's gonna pop off." So when he's <laughs> trying to choke you, yeah, I seen him strangle many people, and it's like, holy shit! You were yelling at one point to keep the shoulder or the chest, keep your over, chest on his elbow on when you go for Kamara, right. yeah, because you're heavier on that arm. And then I'm gonna say, I said, you know, he's gonna give the back up. But uh, Kelvin, you know, listen, he's got short arms, and he had a nice bite on that Kamara. And it was close, but you know you got to know when to pull the ripcord. When he didn't have it, didn't have it. Boom, he reset and he was fine. He timed his takedowns very well. Yeah, just looked smooth, and uh, he put everything together. And he landed some nice right hands himself. Yeah, 
Oh man, it was such a fun fight. It was such a uh, and again, a way when you're there, it was just electric and it was very, very dramatic. His front kicks are great. I, I love Chris's kicks. I, I, I love when he kicks. This fight is going to bring him, and everything he's been through is just going to bring him just to a ne- another level. And uh, well, it's like now he's himself again. It's like you win a fight like that, you're like, okay, uh, all right, I'm me. I can still win fights. Yeah. That that doubt is is got to oh, be removed. Man. And yeah, I'm just so I'm really I'm just so so happy for him. He's such a great guy. And yes, he is. Family man, and uh, you know his whole family's there. And you know you get to work them so long, and you've been through the ups and the downs, and you with guys backstage and their backs and people whose whose families crying, sure. whose kids are. You know you see all that. You, then when this happens, you get so happy for them. I'm still so freaking happy. Yeah, I was. We, too. Um, what I'm not happy about. Is the Gian Vellante fight? I love it. Yeah. I, I, he, I felt that he kind of let the guy off the hook. Listen, always easier said than done. I personally feel I tell it to his face. I love him. I love Vellante. Who can't love Vellante? He's great. Yes. And he's and he's. And I mean, listen. If this was judged for for punishment, the other dude looked busted up. Vellante hardly had a scratch on. Did him. you think? I I, I, I was surprised Volante, that was a split decision, though. To be honest with you, well, I, who'd you thought? I I thought that Cummins won it. All right. I listen. 100% bias, and it was a couple fights before Weidman. So let's, I got to put it into. Sure. I, 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 so I didn't, I was watching uh, round for round, but then going back to Chris and going, you know what I mean? Sure. I thought that Volante uh, got, should have gotten. Oh, you it, did? Okay. I did. But again, that's, that is like my dude. And I'll have to maybe watch it again. But I remember that first round, he had him on ice skates. And he had, and, and somehow didn't he buckle him? He buckled. Oh, him he buckled first, him more than yeah, once. Yeah, right, but twice. I think that's what hurts Volante because he looks like he's so close to a finish, and then, like you said, he kind of maybe takes his foot well, off the so, gas a little and bit, and he lets the other guy kind of get back yeah. in the fight. I mean, listen, but you have to give Patrick Cummins uh, a lot of credit. Um, you know, like that guy's been like that before, where he comes back, and you know, he keeps coming. So, no pun intended, Cummins, well, but he's. Thing- you know the guy's. You know he's a very durable guy. He also had a thing where he uh, he cut comes in uh, the, the, an accidental headbutt. Yeah, that, that was a weird thing for me. What happened? That right rest there. seemed to help him because after that it seemed to kind of turn the tide of the fight a little bit. Like that rest is what he needed. Yeah, I mean, Big John's smart with that because you know it was an accident. It was definitely accidental. They shown it on sure, there, but I don't know, man. Like. Why do you get a timeout? Like, what, I don't understand, man. You see this vagina on my head? I didn't get no fucking timeout with that thing. Well, and also, I'm not going to go, wait a minute, I just got cut in this in this cage fight. In the replay, it seemed like, uh, of course, accidental, but it seemed like if it was initiated by either one of them, it was initiated by Cummins more than it was by oh, Volante. Okay. So, I mean, nothing came about with it, and the cut's not in a bad place, but I guess he just let him recover a little bit, and then, you know, whatever. What did you think of... Um and again, I, I did not agree with the the. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you right now. Bermuda's decision. I agree. I thought yes. Bermuda's. It was a very close fight. Uh, Darren Elkins w- w- fought really well, but I, I thought Bermuda's uh, absolutely. But again, when you see round two and three, I thought he won. I, I, thought I mean, so. the first the first round, Elkins was all over him, and and uh, that was really cool. Like he the way he was taking his back and. He was just like being a nuisance. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you saw Dennis wanted to just get out and unload on him, but he wasn't letting him. He was just out grappling him. When he had that body lock on him and he literally didn't, wouldn't oh. he just pick him up and throw him off? That was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was fun. And But but Dennis, I thought Dennis came back in the second round and I thought he I thought he won the third. Again, I'm going to have to, I'd have to watch it again to really give it a, a real fair shake. But I, I thought he should have got the nod. But, but I do like that Elkins. I think he's just he's a great. nonstop. 
scrappy guy and and he's intelligent. So I don't want to take anything away from him. It was it was close. Well, Bermudez won the third round. I thought it was pretty. De- I definitely won the third round because he kept. A, you know, he kind of kept it standing up. I thought he, he won the second round though. Yeah, I, I, did so, too. I thought it came down to the third round. But but I, I thought remember, the third I was very watching it saying, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I remember watching saying it came down to the third round. But hey, you know, these you've seen worse. You've seen worse decisions. I have. Yeah, but that I'm one, um, I was like kind of disappointed for yeah, him. Man. I thought he fought really, really well. I'm getting them. I'm getting these things right now. There are so many, so many I'm great. Jimmy them. Rivera versus Thomas Almeida. That was a fun fight. Huh? Was that fight of the night? Uh, or no, no, it no. was um, fight of the night was Elize Zaleski Dos Santos. Dos Santos, Good, Good. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. He's another Tiger Showman guy. They had three Tiger Showman guys. Yeah. I almost felt busy. Right, Hall's a Tiger Showman guy, right? He a former. Yes, Tiger he used Shulman. to be. Yeah. Oh, he used to be. I kind of felt bad for him not fighting in New York. Is he he's still fighting in the UFC? I mean, he was there. Yeah, yeah. He actually, I believe, is fighting in Edmonton. I think they just announced that. Oh, is he? Yeah. They, they, by the way, to, the Edmonton card is going to be. Uh, uh, it's Ray Borg against obviously Demetrius Johnson for yep. the uh, Ray Borg for the title, um, and of course that's now the Amanda Nunes fight has been rescheduled. That uh, they're the co-main. Yes. So Dana's not giving them the main. No. Um, and there was another fight I saw on that. Luke Rockhold versus David. That's right. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That's not, not a Rockhold. That card. Yeah, but that's the oh, next week after that. Yeah. yeah. Wait, that's not Rockhold. Luke Rockhold versus David Branch, and that's going to be in uh, Pittsburgh. Yes. On, uh, no, no, it's not. It's on UFC Fight Night. Oh, I'm sorry. That's on the 16th. That's yeah. the week after. Oh, right. Yeah. This the 15th is in uh, Edmonton, Alberta. That's exactly. okay. That, that's an. I want to just look at the paper instead of going from memory. Like, fucking idiot. In- interesting fight. That fight. You know. Um, I love Branch. It's a tough fight for Branch. Obviously, Luke Rockhold's extremely well rounded. Yeah. Branch. Branch has gotten better though, standing up. He has. You know, it's so weird when I talk about because I, I, I know Branch a while. Sure. He's a handsome, crazy guy, but I gotta be objective. You know, I you gotta, have to. Yeah, yeah. Who, I gotta call someone's gonna win and lose. Yeah, yeah. Luke, Luke's a definitely. That's that. That's a. That's that's a definitely a step up for uh and a, and a tall order for Branch. But Branch is a Branch is a game guy, and he got a lot better as far as stand up goes. Yeah. You know, uh, I'd like to see in this fight too, especially. He'd, he'd probably even surprise Luke if he really just lets his game go with his jujitsu game, and he's gonna have to with Luke Rockhold because mm-hmm. Luke Rockhold could, he's 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 good down there. He's hard to hold down. He's hard to get down. Like Branch is gonna have to really be more than a straight up close the distance and get the guy down. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's gonna have to put some put some stank on those punches. Yeah. Just to be clear, Uriah streets. is fighting Christoph Jotko on that Luke Rockhold. Uh, David oh, in Pittsburgh. Card. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good, good man. I, I miss watching uh, Uriah. I thought, I thought uh, Rivera Almeida was the right decision. I'm glad Rivera won that fight. Dropped him twice in the first round. I mean, he's just, he's savage, man. I like, I like Jimmy Rivera. Yeah. He, he's a little, like a little bull, you know, and I like that he's five, four. He's a little guy. <laughs> he's a little wide guy. He's kind of like, you know, I see him. I'm like, Hey guy. It's like we could be part of like the same tribe. You know, little stocky little guys. guys. Yeah, me, him, throwing some of those alpha males. Let's go start some shit. Oh, yeah. Lily Ryan, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cody's not a very big man. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, he's a little bulldog. You know what I mean? I like. Yes. He's got some power, man. Yeah. He's got some power in those hands. That he right does. hand of his. That was a great fight. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the whole car. I, I think it's every fight except for maybe one of the prelims. Tremendous, uh, yeah. tremendous. Speaking card. of prelims, our buddy Brian Keller. Oh, be- was in here had a rough time. Did Brian Keller, that? yes, had a hard time. Uh, also, Ryan Laflair. Yeah, uh, I felt terrible yeah. for Ryan getting fucking knocked out. He'd never been finished like that before. Just got caught. Just got yeah. caught shooting in and got caught. With it. I think it was an uppercut. Am I wrong? I think it, 
I want to say it was a left. I don't know if it was. It might have been I, a straight I'm left. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was an uppercut, but I have to uh, see it again. He ran, it was a short right hook uppercut. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A right hook or uppercut. Yeah. Good. Uh, he, yeah, hard. He, he timed him coming in, and, and he, you know, and Lafleur had that first round. Yes. You know what I mean? He was all on him, and 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 uh, you know. The Brazilian cowboy, the Brazil. He goes by the cowboy also. Though, yeah, yeah, he? cowboy. He, uh, you know, he's he was he look he's looking really good lately. You know what I mean? He's yeah. dangerous. But but Lafleur, man, uh, it, it, it's it's such a heartbreaking thing. I told I gave him a we texted back and forth after that. Like, yeah, listen, he's never been stopped before. Yeah, he's lost and he lost to Damian right. Maya after going five rounds. five rounds with Damian Maya. So you know. I mean, I only got stopped a couple times in my career, and it's just a shitty feeling. So. But you also know that anybody can get caught. It just yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, when I, when I spoke to him through, uh, yeah, he knows through text. He says, you know, I know what I signed up for. I know this could happen anytime, but you know, he's like, I'm trying not to beat myself up too much about it. Right. I told him we'll have him in here again soon. The of bullshit. course, yeah, yeah. I mean, after a win, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, anytime he wants. That and, is so wrong. Did you see uh, Javier Natal against uh, Eric Anders? That fucking ex football, another ex football player like Chase Sherman, ex football player. How good is he, man? That fucking uh, speaking of nice no, no, guys, no, I think he's uh, goes to nine and zero now. Anders, yeah, yeah, he was really, really nice. Yeah, Sapo's a good dude, man. He punched him across the octagon, though. Did you see that? I think it was, it was only in the first round. He punched him across the octagon and literally went head first into the cage. Yeah, he's very powerful. Man. Yeah, he's a strong dude, man. Eric Anders. Yeah, I hate to see my buddies like sure. Out. You know uh, I'm gonna I mean? get DC on the phone. Okay, buddy. Did you see the D- the interview with DC and Jones? <laughs> no, I didn't watch it. I, Jones I, I, basically he goes, uh, he he said uh, Brian Stan was asking, well, is it possible you guys can earn each other's respect uh, in, next week and you know like kind of like make up afterwards type of thing or you know have each other? And, he, and uh, Jones's response is, "Fuck DC." <laughs> Yeah, of course. He's angry. They're fighting. He doesn't look like he likes to do the press, Jones. We got to see what's up with him. I think he's also got to have a little, you know, you can't not. Oh, good. Do we have, uh, is the champ on the phone? What up, champ? What's up, boys? How you guys doing? We're very well. How how are you feeling coming up uh, less than a week away? I feel good. I feel like it's routine. I feel like the final piece of the puzzle is in order. So I've been talking to you guys every fight before the fights here lately, so. That's good. Luck. We have final, been very good luck. My final, my final training has been completed. Now you boys can send me on my way. You are now done, young man. <laughs> now Go and compete. You, you <laughs> seem to have embraced this. Uh, like you, you know, you, you were a bit reserved publicly at one point when you spoke, and now you seem to have kind of embraced just letting it fly a little bit. Is that feeling good to yeah. not hold that stuff back? It feels so good, man. You know, uh, uh. One, you cannot tell people how to think. I cannot tell them that John Jones is a bad guy. They have to decide if he's a good guy or a bad guy, if they like him or don't like him on their own. I can't make them feel the way I feel. So I let that go. And I can't tell people that they should like me because if you don't, it really doesn't matter. So I, uh, by doing that, man, I freed myself to train better. Uh, everything just feels so much better as I head into this fight now. I mean, you've, you, your, your last fights, you've beaten Anthony Johnson twice. Uh, Gustafson, like, I, I don't know why anybody would doubt. I mean, Jones is the only, the only trip you've had is John Jones, and that was a five-round uh, decision. Yeah. You know, he got the better of me on that night, you know, and, and uh, I feel ultra-confident that when we get locked into the octagon on Saturday, I'm going to win this fight. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's... It, yeah, people, you know, people have the right to choose who they want to root for, who they don't want to root for, who they cheer for, and who they boo. And uh, in the grand scheme of things, it does not matter as long as they have some sort of reaction. Hey, Matt, 
Yes. Congratulations last weekend on Chris Weidman, man. Unbelievable performance. Man. And Thank Matt, you. honestly, the best thing about watching, and I see it in my guys, is when the coaches truly care. And I can <laughs> tell how much you guys love Chris and uh, seen him have success. He's a wonderful guy, man. Congratulations to you and your team. You guys did fantastic. Oh, I appreciate that. We were just talking about that. And, uh, oh, man, I mean, you know, coming off a few losses, which which should never have been. And we, we were just so happy. I'm still on cloud nine. And, and again, oh, really, it ha- to happen in his hometown, you know, in Long Island, it was just electric in here. Thanks. Thanks, champ. I appreciate it. But no le- problem, man. Let me ask you, DC. It, you, you had the first fight, you know, with Jones, which was a while ago now. And, uh you know, it didn't go your way, like you said. Now, it, you, do you chalk it up as um, an, an off night, maybe, or a bad night of sparring? Mm-hmm. Or do you say, all right, I got to revamp my whole strategy now? No, 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 no. It was, a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a bad night, but he did a good job. He won the fight. You know, he did a fantastic job of neutralizing a lot of my weapons. I couldn't take him down. Uh, he also, uh, when I found success in the boxing, he... Uh, he adjusted, started clinching me and holding me, and uh, I did not adjust with him. When he started doing the clinching and the, the wrist controls and the underhooks, I should have immediately defended and started to get back to the position where I'm strong. But instead, I rested. Also, I put way too much emotion into the fight, and by the third round, man, I had gassed myself. This time, I'm more comfortable in this environment, in this championship type of field, this championship build, the championship fight. And I believe that will pay dividends uh, also uh, come Saturday. Did, did it get into your head a little bit in the moment when you, again, you, you know, everyone is expecting you to take him down and pound on him. And, and then when you were unable to do that, did it kind of put you in a place where you just weren't sure what to do? No, no, no. It was fine because then when we started just kind of fighting on the stand-up, I was like, okay, he's landing some shots. I'm landing some shots. So we're kind of just going with each other. You know, I think what really changed was when I started to fatigue, and he went to the uh, the clinching type of fight. I didn't anticipate that, so it kind of took me by surprise. And I didn't anticipate him being so good in that position. So before that first fight, I wrestled a lot with the Olympic champ, uh, Gatsalov, the Russian. But we only wrestled, for me, going to secure takedowns. I never did fight-specific stuff because I figured I was just such a better wrestler, I could just go and get him and take him down. Well, the reality of the situation is it does not matter how much of a better wrestler I am. We aren't bending over at the waist in wrestling. If we did that, I'd beat John Jones by 10 points. Right. But with the striking, it's a much different ball game. So I needed to do more fight-specific wrestling, uh, and I believe that I've done that this time uh, with the guy that I have in now, a guy named Jake Casper, who's an All-American heavyweight from Duke University. Phenomenal athlete, so... Uh, we'll be more prepared for every as- every aspect of the fight. No. Uh, hold on, DC. We'll, we'll get uh, Matt. Uh, Matt. Matt pulled us in. Right. Matt's very strong. So I'm, fucking, breaks, I'm, back. I'm back. What the fuck is <laughs> that? I was like, what is going on with Matt? Uh, yeah. now, Holy listen, shit. No, and, you, <laughs> and you're talking about the wrestling, and I don't blame you for being that confident. You know, going versus him the first time. But there's also that factor in MMA, in the octagon, where you can't escape your hips. And you get a guy like John Jones and what in that first fight when he has you up against the cage, it doesn't matter how great your hips are. They're not getting away. And he's able to lock his hands. It's mm-hmm. like, Austin, shit, man. My, my sprawl's out the fucking window. He's got me on my ass. All because he's got long arms and I'm up against the cage and I can't get away. So 
I'm yeah. sure that, that shit that I don't, that might have not just hit you until right then, right? I mean, I don't know if you well, addressed that. Well, you got to remember, Matt. Before that fight, I had never got taken down in a mm, fight. Right. I had a I had 100% takedown defense through my first 15 fights. Yeah. So he was the first guy that offensively put me in those situations with the wrestling. And you're right. You know, it's like in the middle of the octagon, I very rarely will get taken down. Alexander Gustafson, who has real crazy timing on his takedowns, yeah. uh, took me down a couple times, which is weird because he's so tall and he's a yeah. boxer. But in the middle of the octagon, John didn't come close to getting a takedown. It was only against the fence and once he caught my kick. So it's not like he's, he's powering through doubles or snagging up single legs and taking me down. He's kind of – he's got long arms, man. So uh, I cannot rest against the side of the octagon. That will play at his game. You know, I, I got a lot of stuff of John wanted to beat me at my own game by engaging in the clinch. It's the furthest thing from the truth. John clinched me because I was punching him upside his head and I was uppercutting the shit out of him. So he grabbed me. That was his, uh, that was his safe space. And I allowed it to be a safe haven for him by not making him pay for grabbing me. This time, if he tries to grab me, um, I've got some shit for him. Um, man, I've gotten so much help, Matt. I've gotten videos from some of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Kenny Monday sent me videos of positions to help me when John does certain things. Uh, Jamil Kelly, Kevin Jackson, uh, John Smith. I've gotten so much help in those areas where they saw that he gave me a few of the issues. And in every other situation, I really don't feel like I cannot win a five-round stand-up fight against this guy. Was he, when you fought him, was he stronger than you expected? People always say when they fight Conor, he's faster and he hits harder than they thought mm-hmm. he was going to. Mm-hmm. What about Jones surprised you in the ring? There must have been something in the cage. I keep saying the ring. Um, he was bigger. He, he felt bigger. You know, Jimmy felt bigger. He felt like his frame was really wide up top. Like his chest and his back was really wide uh, whenever we were uh, in there. You know, he was holding me and I was like, man, this dude's strong. Like, I was like, I know I'm tired, but I've never felt someone... And, I mean, I've clinched with some big dudes. I've clinched Barnett. I've clinched Bigfoot. I've clinched Mir. And I was like, this guy feels unbelievably strong and wide for a 205-pound man. And, and I mean, he's 6'4", but Bigfoot's 6'4". Barnett's 6'4". Uh, all those guys are 6'3", 6'4". So it was weird that he was so wiry with his arms and his back and everything when we were in those clinch situations. What a, okay. I'm sorry, Jimmy, because I'm just laughing because I'm thinking of some of the shit talking. And uh, you, know, you definitely got a lot better with that shit, DC. What about when you said, <laughs> no, because no, no, I'm sitting here and I'm starting to smile like a moron. I'm thinking of when you said, it, uh, I don't know if you did a PS, you got, you, got a, you got a limp dick and bad leg genetics. Is that right? <laughs> yes, he does. He's got a, hey, listen, 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 guys. Oh, shit. I'm, so this I'm is the thing, right? So this is the thing. He goes, he goes, I don't want you guys saying I did steroids. So instead of steroids, he said, I did penis pills. What are you, what are you using those for, little guy? What are, you can't get it up. No. You can't get it up. No, and listen. I said, yeah, he's got, he's got horrible legs. Look at his legs. Uh, I, Look I, at his legs. He's got horrible leg jeans. Listen, listen, DC, you know I love you, man. I'm not trying to defend him. I can't, the leg thing isn't the leg thing. But as a guy that wants, listen, I've been married a long time. And I don't have a problem with my cock. I don't have to try to explain this to you. But I'm just trying no, to say, once in a while, I'm just telling you, don't do this when you have a competition. I don't want to get you in trouble. But once in a while, if you, if you, if you take a, 
I'll say a C pill because kids might be listening, but that stands for cock. Yes. But if you take a C pill, it really, you know, hey, listen, it can make, you know, it, it just make the party a little yeah, better. Yeah, DC, you're talking to a big, big fans <laughs> hey, of dick pills man. in the studio. You're talking to the <laughs> worst thing. Let me tell you this right now. When you get closer to the fight, you're making weight. It does shrink. It does shrink. Oh, so really? maybe using those C pills. Yeah will help you. But we know air quotations with John's C pills were. So either you be honest or I'm gonna make fun of you for having a fucking noodle that doesn't work. An actual noodle. John has a noodle. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta tell you, that was definitely uh with that one with the old I don't hey, was that a Twitter hey, was Matty, that the Twitter he, war? That was a, that was yeah, Matt, he didn't like that one. He right. he was mad. That's a, he was <laughs> mad. And then I go on the internet the next day and I go, Oh, somebody's mad. <laughs> yeah, no, that, he was going off. Yeah, that was a mic drop. That was a that was like the Mark Hunt walk off. That was a started that. When you found out Okay, he tested positive. What were you, were you in your hotel? What how, how does that come? They they call you and they go, We got bad news or what what happened? Well, Dana did my worst thing. My pet, my biggest pet peeve is someone going, "You guys, Jim, you can be like, hey, DC, I've got to tell you something super important, but I'm going to tell you at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's like 1, I'll immediately start to call you, email you, text you to try to find out what you're telling me. I sure. cannot deal with that. Yeah. Dana calls me at 5 and goes, I need to tell you something, DC. And I'm like, well, fuck, tell me, dude. And he's like, I need you to meet me at the MGM at 7.30. So now for two and a half hours, I'm calling this dude, texting him. He's not answering. It's International Fight Week. And then I start to get, like, bad butterflies as we get closer. And I go, man, what did Jones do? And uh, when I got there, he actually told me. It's crazy shit, man. I, you just don't imagine. You don't expect that two days before a fight, especially one of that magnitude, UFC 200, the biggest fight in UFC history, we're main event in this damn thing. I mean, you got to do better, you know? And, and what, what enabled you? Because sometimes a champion will lose, an undefeated champion will lose. And, but your ability, you lost and you came back and you just, you won, I think, the next three or four fights, right? The next four fights? So yeah, like what, the next four fights. What is your mentality that's so strong and, and, and what enables you to do that as opposed to other people? I know you can't speak for other people, but mm -hmm. I, I'm amazed that you were able to come back and just go right back to winning against really tough guys. Well, you know what the great, the great thing is, and, and the lucky thing for me is I got to fight for the belt again. So that changed things, Jim. Now, I got to be honest with you guys, and I... I don't really tell people this much, but I was going to fight Ryan Bader uh, in June after I lost to John in New Orleans, which would have been great. I got to fight at home. Sure. But I believe a lot of guys have championship letdown where you fight these big fights. You fight the guys with the big names, and it's so big, and all of a sudden you're fighting in a much smaller type of situation. So I wasn't training right for Ryan Bader. I was going to take him for granted, and uh, I got when the fight with Rumble got move when I started to have to fight Rumble, now I was in a rush. So I had to rush for three and a half weeks because I figured I had six for Bader and I only needed six. When normally for the big fights, I would do eight to ten. Right. So I rushed, man. I rushed and rushed and rushed to get in shape to fight Rumble. So being having the opportunity to fight right back for the belt helped me. And I can honestly say, man, I don't know how good I would have looked in New Orleans because I wasn't preparing myself as if I had a really big fight. I, I was setting myself for the championship letdown. Wow. So, so you, wait, was it a different date as far as when you were going to fight Rumble than, than Bader? Oh, yeah. I, was, oh. I fought Rumble May 23rd. I was supposed to fight Bader June 6th. So I had like three more weeks after, or two or three more weeks after. So I was like, I was cruising, man. Like, 
I was I was just like I was hitting pads in the hotel room and shit. Like just yeah. not I wasn't taking it. I was like, man, I can beat Ryan Bader. I'm fighting on you know on a fight night. I was still let down from the Jones fight. It was just a lot, you know. And I and I think that's why you saw Glover Teixeira look so bad against Phil Davis after he lost to John Jones. And a lot of guys they lose the fight after the title fight because the the, the it, everything is scaled down so much when you're not fighting for the belt uh, after fighting for a title. Well, you know, I mentioned that because again, we, we talked about Chris, such a great fighter losing three straight or uh, Ronda uh-huh. losing two straight or, or Holly mm-hmm. Holm losing three. Like yeah. people just go on these streaks who are at one point undefeated and it's got to be a mental thing because all of a sudden you didn't forget how to fight. You're still the same fighter no. you are. Well, but then everything scaled down. So here, think about it. Weidman, Chris lost to Rockhold and no, Chris gets no easy fights. So Chris fights Rockhold then he's fighting Romero. But now this is not a title fight. It's a three-round fight. Something he hadn't done in forever, right? From there, he goes and fights Musashi again on a co-main event. You know, so all these things were, like, scaled down. So uh, the fight after with Romero, which actually Weidman was fighting pretty well, 1-1 going into the third. But those are the types of fights, man, where it's almost like a trap. You just, those other fights are so big. Remember, him and Luke fought co-main event to McGregor. And then next fight, you know, he did fight in, in, in New York City, but it was like a while after, almost a year, right, Matt? It was almost a yeah, year. Yeah, I believe fights, so. Right? Yeah, that's right. But, so uh, it was almost a year because he had got hurt. So it was like, it's just a lot of, there are a lot of ways to find yourselves in some really bad situations when you come off that championship high. Is it a depression in a way? A, a little bit of a depression? Yeah, you're so sad because you, so most times, like, right? So, since I won the belt, there's been so much championship turnover, but that was not always the case. So it was always us chasing, 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 getting beat. So it was to share a chase, 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 lose to Jones, me, chase, 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 lose to Jones. Uh, and when you lose after chase, 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 now what? Because you just got turned away. You got to rebuild and it, it's a little bit difficult to, to find that, that desire to start that chase all over again. And I think that's what happens in that fight right after. But with, with, but with the, the Rumble fight, you, you didn't have to rebuild. You're like, okay, here's my shot I again. Didn't, Your I energy didn't stays, have to chase. Right. It was no chase. I was like, I didn't. So I've, I've been lucky. My circumstances have been so drastically different from everybody else because it was like, one fight, lose. Worst feeling in the world. Next fight, win the belt. Walk into the locker room at the end. In the same mirror, I swear, man, there's a video out on like a fight flashback, 187. They show me against Jones, walk into the, to the, to the locker room with no belt, look in the mirror, put my hand on the wall, and I'm crying, looking into the mirror. Then they flash back to that May, and it's the same mirror, same locker room. I walk into the locker room, and this time I'm wearing the belt smiling it's only five months right wow I, I i had not heard that from anybody yet. i was kind of wondering thank you for that you put that perfectly clearly and that makes a lot of sense and we also had to ask you too because we do have jones calling in uh, a little later is there anything you would like us to tell him because he doesn't seem as like he's as happy to engage <laughs> i don't really need to talk to him much i'm gonna do my talking on saturday do you really I'm gonna do my talking on saturday when i when when we get locked in the octagon do you really dislike each other? Like I know that the fights build up, and there is a certain amount of dislike, and there is a certain amount of look. It's a business, and we got to make this. But I mean, uh, you know, when he got popped, you, you did send out a pretty supportive message over uh, over Twitter. 
Um, so yeah, I will. I will do those things because I try to live in the spirit of sport. Okay. Uh, but when we are scheduled to fight, all my disdain for him, it comes boiling to the head. <laughs> it Seriously, I it does. The guy, the guy is just like he's like a he's like a he's like a freaking he's like a freaking colony of ants that just lays on my skin and they bite me. Cannot stand that dude. And he'll sit there and tell you probably, I don't have nothing against Daniel, but that's a lie. He hates me. He hates me as much as I hate him. And it's okay. And it's okay. So, okay, if I'm telling John anything. John, just tell the truth. You hate me, and it's okay. We don't have to like each other. I'm telling you, I can't stand you. I hate your face. So you can hate me too. It's fine. It's okay. I lose no sleep. Hey, DC, don't you, like... Don't you like that more though? Like when I used to fight, there's so many good guys. Yeah. There's so many good guys in this game, and I get along with so mm-hmm. many guys. But when I ran into a guy I didn't like, and I'm just like, oh, this is so great, man. Because it's refreshing. Fuck, you know, it, what's that? It's refreshing. It's refreshing. Yes, it is refreshing. Anyway. Yes. It's like, I want to kick your fucking ass. Oh, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. It, it I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> It is. Right, it, it, it helps. I mean, even though because I never got emotional during my fight so much, but but mm-hmm. to, for the lead up, it does help you to get out of the bed in the morning. It does help you to get that extra mm-hmm. run in, and it does motivate you. That at least with me, it motivated me that way. And just knowing you get the the to to, 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 to beat up, to hurt somebody, the punch in the face, like you said, you want to punch him in the face. You get to. I mean, that that's that's a really a unique feeling because we really mm-hmm. we get to do that where other sports they're like ah you know we're gonna kick your ass but this one you really get to kick his ass it's a fun no, it's Jimmy. the best yeah. it's the Jim it's the best <laughs> it's, it's fighting a person you dislike it's, it's the best it's the absolute best because look man I love the I love the uh, the respect and I love the, the the camaraderie of the rumble fight I think it's great I love the respect of the Gustafson fight yeah I love the competition but just know that my checkbook doesn't really love the camaraderie of those guys. I stop shaking my damn hand before the fight. Stop shaking my damn fight, boys. What are you doing? It feels better. It, 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 it feels better to punch somebody in the face who you don't like. I'm sure it does. Oh, um, it feels good. Do you think I'd like you- to punch? Even those guys are shaking my hand. I'd like to punch them in the face. <laughs> don't change, man. We scheduled for a fist fight, Matt. I hear you. <laughs> uh, do you think that Jones is going to suffer at all? And again, he, he may say no, but he has had a long layoff and he fought, you know, over in St. Pru, I think he's the only fight he's had, you know, in what, two years? Two and a half years. I mean, that's a tough thing and you've kind of stayed on fight schedule. Like, yeah. you, you know, it, it's got it's to mean something. It does. It does mean something. But it will only matter if when this fight starts, I show him he doesn't belong there anymore. If I allow him to, to, to get his sea legs and start to feel comfortable in the octagon again, he will be the same guy that he's always been. It is my job to immediately show him times have changed. You don't belong here anymore. And then he'll start to question himself more and more as the fight goes on, but then it's too late. Yeah, because there are people that do avenge losses. I mean, you know, Stipe avenged his loss to Junior, so it certainly happens mm-hmm. uh, all the time. And it makes it much more uh, much more interesting if you avenge this because then hopefully we get a third fight. Look, buddy, good luck. You know, we love you, and uh, you're a great champion. And, um, you know, good luck in the fight. Saturday night from uh, Anaheim, California. And, uh, I mean, we really don't even need to promote this thing. It's going to be tremendous, <laughs> UFC 214. 
Uh, <laughs> July the 29th, 10 o'clock. I'll be out there, champ. I'll see you out there. I'll be with I'll be with the funk master, Aljo Sterling, oh, yeah, fighting Burrell. Aljermaine Sterling, yeah. he's the man. Love I like man. the funk master. Uh, who doesn't love him? But uh, yeah, he's, I'll, I'll, I'll see you out there, champ. Best of luck. All right, man. Matt, I'll see you this week, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me again. All right, DC, take care. Good luck, man. Later. Later. Bye-bye. He's such a great. He's such a great guy. You can't. How does anybody not? Nah, he's great. I, I get why Jones doesn't like him because they're gonna fight. But how does like a fan boo that guy? Even nah. if you love John, I love John. How do you fucking he's boo way, Daniel? He's way more fun now. Like when yeah. he's just not giving a shit and just saying, "This is me." And is he back? And I, I love it. I lie. I think he's his personality. Personality is really coming through. And I, me, I love. For personality, I you know I never I, I've asked that question to people about the losing because it does fascinate me mm. how such a great fighter goes on a three, and that was interesting that he said you just don't get up for. It. I have not heard anyone say that, and that Ryan Bader thing is really interesting that he felt like I was not training properly. Hey, he it is kind of funny. He's like he, then he finds out he has uh, a fucking uh, you know Rumble Anthony, Johnson. You know, he's like all right, I better get on. There. I better get a workout or two in. Yeah, he's crazy crapping on Bader. <laughs> It's kind of funny. Well, you know, it's obviously UFC fighters are tough. I yeah. Mean, but they're not the only thing that's tough. What else is tough, Jimmy? Oh, come on, Matt. What? Toyo Tires. <gasps> that's why Toyo Tires, they're a proud sponsor of the UFC. They're tough just like the fighters. Toyo Tires. Uh, to Toyo Tires. I wanted to say fighters. <laughs> Toyo Tires. Toyo Tires. They are really, they're built for battle. It's an all or nothing philosophy. Philosophy. Why? I apologize to Toyo Tires. I like your product. I'm not reading properly. I know that philosophy doesn't have a P in the middle of it. No. At least not pronounced uh, that way. Uh, great durability. They have an aggressive design. Off-the-road capabilities. Yes, all that stuff. You live in life on the highway, Toyo has you covered. You're spending some serious time off-road, they have a tire for that too. No matter what you drive, Toyo has what you need. And frankly, the tires just look cool. I mean, a great rugged tire is very important, but if it looks stupid, then you look dumb in your car. We, I, I'm 49 years old. I want to look okay in my car. I, I don't have a lot genetically to go on with women, so the car helps. Most of you listening to this, let's be honest, you're not genetic masterpieces. You need your car to look okay, and your tires help. Any vehicle, every terrain, it's all or nothing. Toyo tires. The next time you need tires, just ask for Toyo. Try them. To experience more, visit Toyo. It's T-O-Y-O. Toyotires.com backslash UFC. That way you know my very uh, darling and delightful co-host and I have sent Hi. That's Matt. Welcome to know. <laughs> I like those tires a lot. Yeah. Uh, I went rugged. Look, I went looking at new Tahoes yesterday. Did you really? Yeah. I got to, I got to, you know, I've been driving my old, my old, <laughs> I've been driving my uh, Tahoe that I got from the Ultimate Fighter coaching. You're a guy who keeps his stuff. It's so messy. How many it's years? So, it's so embarrassing. Oh, I, I had, the, you know, that was ten years ago. It was in, I got no eight, and I got no camera. I got no bells and whistles. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, you want some uh, good stuff. <clears throat> it's so messy. It's so embarrassing because over the weekend, uh, <laughs> after the weigh-ins, I was bullshitting. I was hanging out with um, Dominic Cruz, the great Dominic oh, Cruz, great guy, great guy, real dude. So we were hanging out, and then he was going to meet some of his uh, Fox crew over at uh, Revel, some uh, restaurant. So he was going to Uber it. And he's in my hood. This is, listen, Long Island's my hood. I can't put that guy in a Uber. Wait, Revel in? Garden City, New York. Oh, I know there was no, a casino. You're thinking of a hotel, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of a casino. No, it's, oh, a, it's a restaurant. There's like a restaurant in Garden cool. City, New Did York. he invite you along? Uh, absolutely not, but it was okay. Yeah. I didn't want to be in. No, no, I had to get out of there anyway. I, oh, I, you I, could have invited you. Uh, no, I'm sure he Maybe did. Maybe there's a problem no, we with Dominic Cruz. Right, no, well, I like we'll Dominic Cruz. So what happened was, 
I went. To, I'm like, listen, I'll give you a ride. Now I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot uh-huh. that I'm a fucking slob. So I basically told him, I go, look, man, you might have saw my. I did like a video blog back in the day when I used to fight, and at one of them, I had to go in my car, and the guy had to sit there, and he started filming me because I had to get a big garbage bag and empty out my passenger seat full sure. of shit, and then people started writing, oh, that looks like it's. It's staged. <laughs> well done. Yes, yeah, Tom Cruise if it's staged. <laughs> so I go, look, man. I go, look, give me. I go, I go, yo, I'm going to give you a ride. But I had him. So I had to clear out my my front seat with all my Starbucks coffee and whatever sure. else is fucking in there. It was disgusting. And then I noticed it was like, so, it didn't, like I got an old truck, man. I mean, I got it from the UFC. It's still sure. got the UFC yeah. in there. So I mean, I might have had some like stuff on the seat and all this gum or something. So I had him like sit on the gee. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he wanted. I go down. I go down. I go. Listen, man. I go. That Uber store to look better and better. I apologize. I did this to be a, you know, you're a good egg. A good egg. How long of a ride was it? Oh, ten minutes of hell for Dominic Cruz. Poor Dominic Cruz. (laughs) And I thought the AC wasn't working, so it was working by then. (laughs) But it wasn't working during the day. That's when my wife's like, "What are you doing?" Get, that's why I was Get driving around truck. the other day. It's been hot out, Jimmy. Yes, it has. Here in New York. So I've been balls. driving. So I'm driving and my AC's not working. So I got the windows open and I'm sweating. And I go, now, I know, I understand I'm laid back and not really materialistic, but this is fucking ridiculous. I was the former champ of the world. This is bullshit. I'm looking around. There's fucking people with their AC on. I go, what am I, what is this? Yeah, get it. I don't, I don't, I don't deserve that. You getting a new one? I'm, I'm going to get a new one. But I went yesterday and this guy was... The creepiest of creeps and fucking Why was he creepy? He was just came over, he had a big boot on his foot because he had an infection in his leg and oh, he, everything was a bad joke and it was uh, annoying and yuck. it was kinda of, it was so fucking was annoying. One of his bad jokes? I am just I, I don't I, little stupid things like, all right, this is the car, but uh all right, you can look at it. But uh, you, you can't sit in it. You can't sit. It. Just kidding. You can sit it. I know. Yeah, that's right. Boo. Fuck you. Show me the car. Show me what it does. No, it was so bad. It was the guy was so annoying. But I don't want to. I'm not. If he was so annoying and unbearable that I'm not even going back there again. Yeah. I texted the guy. These bad jokes. You know. Isn't there a way to give? I can answer that off air. Isn't there a way to give my old Tahoe in? To like fucking how many low. miles? That's a lot of miles. How many? A lot. More than fifty. Yes, hundred yes. around that probably. Dude, I had a long time. A ten-year-old Tahoe that has gum on the seat, a hundred thousand miles. <laughs> but if, if, but if you I put, pay them to take no, it. No, 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 no. Listen, I hear you give that in, and it lowers your um. If yes. you're gonna lease it, sure. all right, we'll talk about this. You should ask. Them. I don't want to bore the audience with this. Well, no, they're all put, stunned that you think you could trade in a hundred thousand miles. Just Tahoe. put it on Instagram. People say a fan would probably yeah, buy it before you could trade it in. That's I true. I know, but I I almost feel corny doing that. Oh, hey, who wants my? Why not? You're Matt the Terrasera. It's a good gift. I don't by the fucking UFC legend, last guy beat GSP. Sit where his asshole has been clean for it 10 out years. Real good, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he was asshole. Hey, uh, let's talk about what's this. that. The card is uh, just to, to anybody. This it's so the, the first fight we should have asked DC about this is uh, Volkan Ozdemir against uh, Jimmy Manawa. Oh, what a great fight that is to start. He's been looking great, Jimmy Manawa. Yes, he has. Uh, Ozdemir, I guess, is proper pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, number three against number five. Who did he fight last, Volkan? Uh, Corey oh, Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, no, no, no. no. Wait, 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 that was wait, wait, Jimmy Manuel. Corey Manuel, Anderson. Yeah. Cause you beat Corey Anderson, son. Sit down, son. You beat Corey Anderson. <laughs> Yo, DC's hysterical, uh, man. Dude, that no one wants to be called son in front of everyone else in the arena. <laughs> How does that make Corey Anderson feel? Uh, Misha Serkinov is who uh, Vulcan, uh, Uzdemir 
beat yes. in his last fight. Who's him the out. mirror? And uh, the, of course, Robbie Lawler finally fighting again. It's been like a year and a half, two years since Tyron beat him. Um, yeah, probably about a year and a half. That's the right. I mean, that was a bad knockout. That's a good amount of time. I, think, I just didn't know it'd be that long. I guess yeah. fighting against, against Donald Cerrone. And that's, this is Donald's first fight since uh, Masvidal, correct? Right. Uh, yeah. That's no, interesting. Number three against number seven. And it's the same thing. Three against number five, uh, you know, Manawa. And uh, Cyborg finally fighting in the UFC against Tanya Avenger. I think Jermaine Duranamay made a terrible career-changing mistake by not taking this fight. Unless she changes... No, you know what her problem is? That she took the fight before that and won the title and knowing that this is Cyborg. Uh, this why is are you why? wasting everybody's time? It was a fucking... Why are you fighting Holly Holm for, oh, I got the belt, but now I'm going to give it back because there's somebody tougher. I gotta what a terrible, terrible fucking miscalculation. Even if you lose... He, he, I personally, my opinion is that she was scared of her. And again, I don't blame you. I am too. Listen. But you have to fight that fight because what interest does anybody have seeing in Jermaine Durant in my fight now? I don't She's have a good fighter. I don't have a poker face when I'm, I'm really happy. See, I'm smiling. You are smiling. Do you know why? Because you like me. That's true. Oh. But I'm, uh, that, listen, I'm going to be at this card. I'm going. I'm oh, I know why. I'm going on Thursday. Because you get to see. I get the uh, I get the best seats in the house for Aljo Sterling versus uh, Henan Barrow. And uh, I, dude, I've been, I can't wait for this fight with Aljo. Uh, yes. You know, I mean, I mean, he, 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 the stuff that this kid has and, and yet to show that it's almost like you've seen glimpses. You've seen glimpses of what this kid could do. Why would they sanction him at 135? It's not his fault. They Because Barrow had a problem with that prior. So making weight for uh Oh Barrow, I'm sorry. Nah, yeah, I'm thinking the, it was Alger. Okay. Nah sorry. man, it ain't the funk master. Yeah, but this is part of the new California State Athletic Commission weight cutting stuff. If you have shown that you can't make a certain weight, they yeah, don't want you killing yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well it's not a title fight, so whatever. Yeah. Speaking of cutting weight, there's a whole thread the other day about Sarah's weight game. Sarah's weight. I wouldn't know. People I wouldn't are read guessing, that people are told they are so brutal with me. You're stocky, but you still fucking take limbs. Thank you, Jimmy. It's true, Jimmy. You can use you can you say that line anytime. It's true, Jimmy. I it, it is true. You love a good the open is, shoulder, don't you? And a meatball palm, but I still <laughs> am a dangerous motherfucker. Uh, I'll say dangerous, Jimmy. You know what I did this morning? What? Okay, you know. Took some limbs. Yes. How'd it feel? We were just fighting off my guys. It's 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 good. You know these guys. You know the black belts. They're looking for my limbs too. Yeah. I'm not gonna let them have it. I don't blame you. It's a fun time, though, Jimmy. But that's, it's, listen, it's not about that and my amazing calves. It's about they some great good. fucking... Thank you so much, Jimmy. You're look, welcome. Look, God damn. Does he look like a calf? Right? It looks like a hockey, like one of those things you wear when you play football or hockey, nice. like a pad. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. strong. Yeah. It gives me a little spring in my step. It's fun to watch you show it on TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. For the people at home, I get a... Uh, that was really I get a couple of nice texts of... Uh, <laughs> you hit me my phone too. Yeah. Uh, of of I got Chris the producer giving. Oh, we got the rundown. A couple of things we got. This we got that. And uh, oh yeah, lastly, great interview with uh, Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. Uh, now, what did we really enjoy about it? This guy's texting. I'll me tell you what I enjoy about, about it. The, uh, you guys are both. We being, have good banter. Good banter, but you were both. You could tell there was some issue there, and you were both being pretty honest about it. But it was still fun to watch. It wasn't wasn't nasty. No. Can I say? Can I tell you? Like I, I so people. I and I read some things after that. And it's like, yo, 
oh my god, unprofessional! And how annoying is Matt Sauer? People hate. I didn't realize how many people hate me. Who, who thought you were unprofessional? You know who did like it though? Oh. Was my friend Nikki? This girl I went to school with. Oh, listen, cool. I get. It's funny who, who watches these things. So this girl I went to school with. She's cool. But listen to this, right? It's just, it's just funny. Congratulations on last night, great fight. But I have to tell you, my husband and I watched that interview with that MMA guy. I nearly peed myself. <laughs> You are so oh, fu- you are so fucking funny. He listen. He is a douche anyway. But the banter you had back and forth with him was priceless. Look, oh, he's a douche anyway. She didn't care. Ah, uh, Nikki, Nikki, my friend from high school from Long Island. Thank you, Nikki. Chris just ran out of the room. She's good. Well, listen, I have that effect on people. No, but no, my no, friend no. Nikki Sealbert. I, and I can't pronounce her Siestro. <laughs> she has a new, she has a, a last, her married name I don't know too well. But her husband's a nice dude. And uh, she liked that interview. She almost peed herself. I was going to write back, I wish. No, I'm only kidding. I wouldn't have said that. She's a friend. <laughs> what do you think? Let me ask you. What? Too. I wanted to ask you what you ask thought. Ask me something, Jimmy. What do you think? What? About, uh, we already talked about Jones and, and Cormier. What do you think about Damian Maya, Tyron Woodley? Now, you're not looking forward to that fight. I'm so excited for I this. am too. And it's weird because I, 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 you know, I just saw Woodley. I saw the champ over the weekend. Sure. He's always such a good dude. He's a very I actually nice hung guy. out with Dean Thomas a little bit. The guy took a took a trip over to my school. Okay. You know, so I was hanging out. Oh, with, he was here. Okay. Yeah, I was hanging out with Dean Thomas. I took, I, I remember I, uh, that's it. I just wanted to, he could put that plug We good for John? In. Yes. They, they were just letting me know they're going to be a couple minutes late, but he is definitely. It's all right. How have, much time? We're, we're having fun. How much time till he calls? Yeah. He might be like five minutes late, ten minutes okay. late. No, no. How, how, how long from now? Because uh, I have to urinate. Jimmy's got to uh, go pee pee. Why don't we take a quick break then? That's fine. My little bladder. Pee pee? You guys know how it Cock is. Cock duty? Just a little tinkle. Okay. Let's take a break. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. I'm going to tinkle. Okay. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. Obviously, that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's such an intimidating process for all of us. Look, this is really simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. All right, we're back. I did not get to pee. Me neither. Because some You didn't? No, who was in there? Is it bad? No, I didn't go in there. I didn't get in there yet. Somebody was in there. The He's still in there? We're, what, it, what the fuck is We're not going to blow up his spot, but it's an intern, No. What is he no, he works here, but how, how do you 20 here. minutes in the bathroom? Go downstairs. I know, we'll send him downstairs. Well, the thing is, there's, there's a bathroom downstairs, right? Yeah. I might take a while in there, and I, but but I'm not being that guy, but I'm the talent. <laughs> right? But like, I'll, but it, fucking, I'll ride that fucking wave. We're trying to jump in there in between fighter calls, <clears throat> and someone's in there for 20 minutes. I'll, it's inexcusable. I'll talk to him. I agree. It was a long time. I'll I mean, it happens to all of us once in a while, but every day, every time we're here, it's like, okay, same, you know, go downstairs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Am I being I might, a dick? I might no, actually. I mean, of course. We're trying to, we're like actually on a schedule. Yeah. Now, I can't piss. Now, how's his ass? <laughs> Let's ask him. All right. Well, listen, we're going to talk to John Jones 
I can't wait for this freaking... I'm looking forward to this fight. I am. I am too, very much. I told you I'm going to be there. I know, I'm jealous. Yeah, you should be. Because after the Aljo card, you can, you, a fight you can just go out and enjoy. You know what I did after the, the Weidman fight? I got my car and, I, car and I drove home. So great being in Long Island. Oh, my God. Don't you like going back to the hotel, though? I didn't have a hotel. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm saying when you're on the road. Uh, do I like it? Yeah. What do I have waiting for me? Some Some weed? No, I'm only kidding. Well, I just take to a restaurant. <laughs> I guess I so. like to relax a little bit. Yeah. It breaks things up a little bit, but you know, I you know I miss my kids when I'm on the road. But you know, it's nice. To, it is good for the relationship, I think, for me and my family. Um, that I get away. Yeah. And then I come back, and I, like I said, you know, I think I, mean, I think me and Longo are bunking together. No, actually, not bunking together. No. But we were, we're sharing the same suite or something. You're sharing know. a room. Oh boy, how bad is that? No, I don't better share. be more than one toilet. I'm not sharing a room with anybody unless it's Scarlett Johansson or Ozzy Osbourne. They're the only two people I'd share a room with. I'd share a bed with them. Sure. Would you? Well, yeah, yeah th- three of us. I'd watch them fuck, and I just, I just asked them both the pictures after. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even have to be involved. He might need a C pill. Your your hero. Oh yeah, I'm sure he would. And he'd yeah. probably tell you that it doesn't even work anymore. Yeah, he probably, he would probably. Uh, Ozzy doesn't care about that. What, C-pills? Yeah, I'm sure. No, no, I mean about telling you that he probably would use one. Yeah. Who's your hero like that, Matt? Like, he loves Ozzy. Who do you, who's somebody that, like, you really? Oh, you know, as far as in that world, I mean, I have to say Master Henzo Gracie I really looked up to and still look up to. I mean, that kind of, as far as martial arts, what are we talking? Oh, yeah, whatever. Like a celebrity that you really like. Of course. I don't get like that. With celebrities, I'd say, you know, there's guys I admire. I like their, I think they're funny guys and stuff. But as far as with my field, the only guy, uh, Hickson a little bit, Hickson Gracie, because he's such a, like, uh, he's such a legend. That's the only guy that I felt a little, I met him a couple times. I cornered with him with Henzo. And I, you know, I don't know. I was, I was a little bit more, I, I that's the only guy I was probably a little in awe of, you know, because right. the guy is such a samurai and, uh. And I'm, and you know, as far as with jujitsu, he's like the Michael Jordan of jujitsu. Right. Like you're not going to see that a guy like that again, so uh, for a while. So I mean, you know, that's the only guy that I'd be like, oh wow. Does he still take it? Like, does he still does he still train jujitsu? Oh yeah, I'm sure does he still, still take it. Uh, what a wait, shitty way to ask. You better that. be careful. Does he still does he still take jujitsu? Really? <laughs> does he still train? He just got his red belt. He didn't want to accept it. It's like the highest honor you can get in jujitsu. Oh, it's higher than black. Yeah, you don't get those often or something. That you don't, you know, you got to be in the, you know, be in the sport like most of your life. I don't, but I mean, there's only I don't I don't even have, listen. You're the, that's the I'm the worst guy. To ask How many degrees that. are there before red belt? Dude, don't ask me these questions. I I'm horrible with a lot of things. You know what I'm good at? Uh, taking limbs. So wait, he, he he got a red belt. I'm limb. a I, I I'm a fourth degree. <laughs> Oh, you're four. I thought you were second. Yeah. Four. You did tell me fourth. Yeah. The best was, I the, the CP. You supposed to. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the best with that. It's, it's important because it's nice to get to uh, get that credit for a guy that's been in, on the mats that long. It kind of is nice when you walk around the academy and you know, like guys see, all right, that guy's been here a long time. That type of thing. How do you, what's it? How do but you, I don't care that much. If in a sense, really. What's it look like? Four sense? degrees on a black belt. What? Like, how do you know it's, it's like four degree. stripes on your black belt? Oh, the but the belt I'm wearing lately is the one with three because I can't find the one with. Five. I, don't, <laughs> I don't. It means nothing. I'm kind of like Mr. Miyagi with that shit. 
Ask me about what kind of belt I have. Oh, J.C. Penny. I don't know. He said that's a bad Mr. Miyagi impersonation. J.C. Penny, five ninety nine. I don't know what the fuck he said. He said something like that. So this, red belt they offered him. Who, oh, who offers you the red belt? Who's higher than him to go? Here's a red belt. Are you trying to say I got a bad Mr. Miyagi impersonation? It was tremendous. I actually thought it was you. It was like Pat Morita. Oh, I think Arnold. Oh, I think Arnold's for happy to. Thought I was gonna right, but um, I, it's more of the art itself that I love. Mm. You know, the movement. The, I never um, heard of Red Belt. So many people are getting in touch with me about how they started training because of this podcast. Yes. For that reason alone, it's important that I'm in here. Now, I got to get paid, too. But I'm trying to say <laughs> that it does feel good. That I'm talking about changing people's... I'm not listening to say we, because you guys don't have a lot to do with that. But I'm changing uh, people's lives. I'll say you are. We're talking... But then again, it probably evens out because I probably gave a lot of people diabetes because I talk about fucking pizza so much. <laughs> my father has just got diabetes. He's got to watch himself. He's getting heavy. Oh, really? Yeah. My father's fucking hysterical, though, Jimmy. That's where I think I get my sick personality from. He had a fucking, you know, since my mom passed and stuff. Tell me if we got to get that call. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I Tell me. But since my mom passed, you know, he goes to like, he, he's a therapist every so often, you know? And I asked him the other day, I'm like, Dad, he goes, ah, you know, it feels, you know, it's kind of strange, you know, I feel weird talking, I don't know what to say. So I'm like, well, what do you say? He goes, well, the guy's asking, like, what do I do when I'm bored, or what do I do in his hobbies? And he, my father told me, he goes, so I told him, I go, ah, I didn't know what, he's like, I didn't know what to say, so I told him, you know, I just, you know, I go in the room and I play with myself. I go, what? <laughs> I go, Dad. I go, I go, you, I go, you said you, and he said it just like that. I go, you said that? He goes, nah, of course I didn't say that. I'm like, I'm like, you fucking, I, you fucking got me, man. He told me he's telling the therapist he's fucking playing with himself. The delivery was fucking great. I was fucking dying. I don't know. My old man's fucking funny. <laughs> What'd you tell the, well, I had to tell him I go in the room and I, I play with myself. And he said it like kind of like, like, like quiet, like, like not, <laughs> it's fucking creep. My father's hysterical. A big shout out to Ralph. I'm looking at the. What are you looking at? I'm looking at the uh, jujitsu. Oh, I thought you were just going through your phone and, and no, ignoring me. I was about at, to look at Christopher Producer. I'm listening to every word you're saying. Thank you. But uh, the, the black belt goes after black, it goes red black belt. It's called a coral belt. And then it goes red oh. white belt, which is also a coral belt. Wow. And then it goes red belt. Ask me about my belt. Oh, what is your belt? JC Penny. Oh. 1999. Ah, oh, there you son. No, oh, Banzai. All right, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, they can't be all uh, hit out of the park. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jimmy, I like when I do stupid shit in front of Jimmy, but the jokes are just so bad. And Jimmy's like, I don't He's it. like, don't you know I'm a fucking comedian? No, but I have to pee. Stupid bastard. I'm just uncomfortable. I have to pee. That's the only thing I care about. Uh, this interview is going to be so interesting because you're going to be all like, because you got to go pee pee. That skinny little intern. He's not an intern. What does he do here? No, he, he works produces other stuff. Yeah. Oh, he produces stuff. Yeah. Fucking better pro produce a squatty potty or something and fucking go sit in that thing. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll address this. It's situation. okay. It's, I can hold it. Jimmy's very upset about it. No, I'll just have to piss. No, I, I don't blame I, you, I, man. I can't, I you can't run downstairs to... because we have to, we have John Jones going. No, and and you, Jimmy Norton, why should you work your fucking cardio when you got to go take a leak? You can't go in the next room. You got to well, go fucking up and downstairs. Well, everyone uses the bathroom. We all got to take a dump sometimes. It is what it is. Sometimes, sometimes some of us every others. time, you know, I'm some so, guy taking a shit. So, yeah, come on. Um, Jimmy, I, when I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I swear I take a I take a shower because oh, I don't. I get right back out with my nope. asshole in trouble. Nope, not me. I do the two wipe test. I go no, uh, mm mm, I'll no. You're right back in, and I feel so clean afterwards. I'm like, oh, it's so worth it. But then I'm awake. Yeah, this I can't take it. a shower that late. <laughs> I told you I took my kid to a birthday party the other day. 
Did you? What's the matter? No, talk. I'm gonna. You just shit. You just shit yourself. No, I have to pee. You have to pee. I can't wait. You guys talk. All right. I'll be right back. John calls. Just pick up. All right. So yeah. So I'm. I'm the day after. After before I went to that that Tahoe Chevy dealership. Right. I uh, took my my daughter Maria to a gymnastics. I mean, listen, we got to kill some time. I'll tell you about my day. Yeah, tell me, Jimmy. You live in a barn. I know. <laughs> Just it's fine. So I took my daughter Maria to this little gymnastics thing, and I have to deal with the other parents. And the ladies were so nice. Everybody, and there was only a couple of guys there. So one of the husbands was there. So I'm talking to this nice lady who knows my wife, and oh, I saw you were at the fights, and I saw on your wife's Facebook you guys had good seats, and. So then she introduced me to the guy, and the guy's like a big guy with a belly, and he was just obnoxious, Mr. Yeah. Producer. I mean, I'm a nice guy. I'm like, I'm like, oh hi. I'm like, oh, and do you watch? I'm like, hey, I'm Matt, and he said his name, whatever it was. He wasn't even looking at me. I'm like, oh, whatever, and I'm like, oh, do you watch the fights too? You know what I get? I get, I, this is what I get from the guy. I get a, uh, no, I got, I got to work. I don't got time to watch that. No. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, dude, it's a gay guy, and he said it's so nasty, and right. just like almost like, dude, like what's like what's the matter with me for even asking him? I felt like saying, it's like, oh, okay, all right. You know, it's not everybody's into it. And so I walk over and I start looking at my phone because I don't want to really talk to anybody. Yeah. I felt like saying, hey, dude, I don't give a shit. You a rude, obnoxious, fat fuck. Can't I see my, I'm here because I'm taking my kid to the party. I don't even want to talk to you. I'm Can't you just be nice? Oh, no, I don't have time for that. Uh, I mean, he was such a nasty prick. Right. Well, he's doing that because, I mean, obviously he knows you're a former fighter. You tried I don't Chris know. I don't think the about. guy knew me from a hole Well, in the wall. if his wife knows your wife, yeah, right? Yeah, well, maybe he did, but what an obnoxious. Being a what dick, an obnoxious yeah. That guy at the thing, huh? Oh, I told you about that earlier, Jimmy. That's right, Jimmy. He slammed that door shut. Hey, Jimmy, I know. I tell Oh, so I, I go to the guy, Jimmy. Like I said, oh, uh, oh so do you watch the fights? Nah, I got I to work. I got no time to watch that. <laughs> Oh, oh, excuse me. I'm what sorry. Oh, you have to work? Go fuck yourself, you fat fuck. Was he a big guy? Hope your kid falls off the monkey ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a big guy, but he was a big guy with a belly. And he's just like, a, he looked like one of those loud, like just angry tards. Just a loud asshole. What an asshole. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm just listening. I got no time. Like, all of a sudden, hey, I got real work to do. Oh, no, yeah, what? Well, I yeah, got really? no time for that. Well, that's what they're doing. I gotta doing. work. They're gotta working. Work. I gotta work. I got no time for that. Oh, really? Oh, pardon me. What do you do? Oh, wait a minute. I don't give a fuck what you do, you fat fox. So I'm busy. Such yeah. a busy fellow. Oh, wow. You're a real grown up. Are you a grown up? <laughs> fuck you, guy. <laughs> fuck you. Is that your kid on the balance beam? Over. Fall, fall, fall. How tall was he? I don't know. I was up to his fucking man boobs. <laughs> so he's just one of those loud. He was a big guy. But it wasn't a little guy, but it doesn't. The guy, listen. What if he would? You already was gonna slug you? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> How would that have gone? Oh, that would have been so great. I would, <laughs> until I got like locked up, <laughs> and the kids get all traumatized. You would have been happy if he took a swing. At you. Yeah, I'd have that fat fucking a Kimura before he could fucking <laughs> say he has to go to work in the morning. He'd be <laughs> fucked up, that guy, <laughs> fucking guy. But anyway, so listen, you do these, you do these things for your kids. You know? Yeah. So, uh, but I, I love spending time with my kids. You do. <laughs> I, oh, but you got to do shit like that. We go to the party and see these people. Yeah, you, see. I, you know what it is nowadays with your phones, you don't have to really interact too much. No. You know, and then the pizza comes out. Did you guys talk anymore after that? Oh no! And I said, and I made sure when I said goodbye, I do one of those things where because once you cross, once you're like a cock to me, it's all it's over. Yeah. It's over. We don't need to talk anymore. Nothing to talk about. Not only am I not going to talk to you, I'm going to be downright rude to you. Right. So I went over, I said goodbye to his wife, said goodbye to another girl, the, uh, the wife that, um, another lady that her kid goes to school with my kid, you know, like, and there was like a, like, there's like four of them. So I went to the three of them, 
with my back to him, and then I take my kid by the hand. I'm like, take him. I don't say goodbye to that guy. Fuck that guy. I'm so I'm annoyed for you. <laughs> it's just such a dickhead thing to do. I gotta go to work. Yeah, real regular guy. Get worse, the old lunch pail. I'm telling you, worse. Yeah. Than Everyone that, works. Though. It was stupid. worse than that. And it was all like, I'm like, oh, do you, I'm just trying to make conversation because you know why? Because I'm just trying to be nice. I don't even. You can say, oh, I'm not really into it. You don't even have to say anything. Well, you know, I, I worked, or, or, or nah. I just, my schedule's, my, 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 with my work, it's always at the same Almost, time. I can't. Jimmy, annoyed that I even asked the, no, nah, I can't, can't watch that. I got, I got to work. I got no time for that. Oh, 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 pardon me. Wow, busy fellow. What a busy adult. Oh, you got some time for some fucking meatball heroes, you fat fuck. <laughs> People make fun of my way. Look at you. Could I take a picture next to you, you fat fuck? Would you have liked to have Why said that? Why are you film? so miserable? Would you have liked is to have said that? Is it because you haven't seen your cock in ages? <laughs> or is it just you don't like your job that you have to go to and you're so busy that you can't watch fights on a fucking, on a, on a Saturday night? I don't know. Would you have liked to have said that to him? Oh, dude, I, sometimes I, sometimes I welcome... A confrontation because I just say, dude, fuck you. You just go around being miserable. I it wasn't really it. It, it didn't get too far because I shut it down right after that. Once and you I, know he's a dick to other people. Though. You just know the guy's going through life as a fucking angry, a depressing. Oh, I'm just. I just looked at that guy. Go, dude. I just want nothing to do with this guy. But you would like to have told him to go fuck himself. Oh, if he was any more like, I just, I just. If it was anything else to say, uh, if he, I mean, he was, he was just rude. He wasn't like being overly. Just rude and kind of disrespectful. So I was like, I had enough with that guy. Yeah, you know, nothing else to talk about, Jimmy, with that guy. Yeah, I have nothing else to what say. What kind of work guy. do you do? That'd been fun to ask him. Yeah. No, I just kind of went. I'm like, oh, yo, you're busy. I go for me. It's all I watch. I don't watch anything with a bottle. Don't ask me who's in the Super Bowl. I don't know. To put two guys in a cage, I'm in. You said that to him. Well, I was talking to his wife at that point because oh, I was just done with it. him. And they gave, they do a giggle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was kind of an awkward thing. He by didn't me. like. He didn't like that he could. He can't do it. What you do. He didn't well, like it. You, you know what I mean? You just, he can't do it. I don't know. Ah, I got no time for that. I got to work. What? Really? What? No, I can't well, watch that. I got to work. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, well, pardon me. Oh, wow. You're I hate fucking... him so much. I hate him. I, inst- I felt I like saying- I hate him. I felt like- you know what I, I want to be like, oh, wow, wow. Wait a minute. <laughs> this just, just now I really- I instantly dislike you so much. <laughs> you, your fat face. I, I, look at you. You're so- Look at your smug face. Look at your smug face. Let's go outside. I wish you had a picture. Let's go outside, you fat fuck. <laughs> I wish you had a picture of this guy. People think, people fucking probably think I'm so angry. I'm not angry. I just no. like to have a good time. And it's like, when you see a miserable person like that, it's like, wow, man, what is your life that bad? Or you just, is, is it that bad, your life? Or are you just an angry guy? Are you just, is that, how, is that how you're going through life until one day you drop dead? Here's, what, here's what's annoying about it too, is the fact that he was that rude to you but in a, in a real situation, really shouldn't be that rude to you. Like he was rude to you in a situation because he knew he kind of could be, but like he that was not a wise move. The mm. only thing that stopped him from getting his jaw broken yeah. was that you're a nice guy. But it wasn't it wasn't warranted me smacking him right off the bat. But no. I, but it was more of just like all right, man, I'm kind of being a I'm being a really nice guy. I don't think the guy watched. I don't think the guy knew who I was from a hole in the wall. To be honest with you, That's or maybe best. he did. Who knows? No, but he, he was definitely. Just a douchey guy. And I'm like, dude, listen, man, I'm here on a Sunday. I'm in a good mood. My guy just won. I'm not sitting here going to talk to this. Um, let me let me watch my kid on the balance bean and do whatever else and get the... Yeah, he might not have known you were a fighter. He might have just no. thought you were a weightlifter. No, I don't know who what he... Dude, the guy was just an obnoxious dude. I knew from the second I said, oh, hi, I'm Matt. And he said his... He said his name and he said it like a douche and he kind of... And he wasn't looking at me. He was just like, yeah. Like, almost like... Like, I'm like, all right, let me give him another chance. Oh, he was a douche from the get-go, huh? Yeah, right from the get-go. Ugh. 
like a fucking tough guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Listen, I am a tough guy. I'm not bragging, but it, yeah. it is what it is. But I don't go around acting like a fucking tough guy. You gotta be. I be a nice guy. Think you always... think you was acting like a tough guy? Oh, I, I got no time for that. I got. I got to work. What am I? Almost like, what's the matter with me for even asking you? What's the matter? Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, pardon me. Oh, I'm sorry. You should have picked up pizza and smacked his mouth. With oh it. man. Yeah. What a ge- like. Oh, you hate fun. You don't like. Oh man. Oh yeah. Really well, well, I got no time for that. Right. And the wife is so nice. Sure, she's you know? overcompensating for this dickhead she married. It's so funny when you see that, you know. And it is. And I get along with most people. I'm so happy. Like that guy's like not my neighbor. Like yeah. I got good name. Like my name is because the guys. He, they're cool dudes. They're good guys. They listen if, to the show. If he was your neighbor, though, you could be a dick to him all the time. Turn that sprinkler on again. I'm gonna smash oh, your mouth. If that, if that guy's my if that guy's my neighbor, no, I'm gonna whip you with that fucking. Uh, that, sooner or later, that's, that's not gonna that's not gonna be good. Sooner sooner, if that if I gotta see that guy every day, he, but he wouldn't do it to you. No, no, he, I'd have to fucking get that guy neutered. Yeah, that you gotta tell people. Well, you gotta tell them. Just cut the mark. You, you, see, Game of, you see Game of Thrones last night? No, don't tell me. I'll watch it tonight. Jimmy, I know. Jimmy, I'll watch it. So much fun. I watched. Uh, the first week, I will watch. I forgot it was on last time. I'm very busy. Oh, I'm not too busy oh, to watch that game. Oh, hey, well, pardon me. Oh. I got to work. I got no time for that childishness. Uh, you know me. I got to pick up the old lunch pail, head out. And I saw I saw the new, um, I'm such a man child. I saw new uh, Comic-Con uh, previews of uh, Justice League. Who's in that? So Is that fun. with uh, Ben Affleck? No. Yeah, yes, he's Batman. He is Batman. And they got Wonder Woman. You didn't see Wonder Woman. I did not. I would. See, see some movies, Jimmy. I know, I'm just busy. I'll go with you. We need a seat in between, though. What's not, that? I don't, a seat in between. Yeah, of course. You know, that's what you do with a friend. Yeah, I don't go for the seat together. You know, don't, you, don't be weird with me. Don't be like, oh, man, you want some popcorn? Reach down, really, reach really down and get some popcorn. Why not? Why do you want me to reach in the bottom? It's really good in the bottom. And then your cock's <laughs> in there. You Exactly. <laughs> I would never let a girl jerk me off in a popcorn thing anyway. Just because she'd have salt and butter on her hands, it would hurt. I remember I used to like to go to the movies when I was like, that's why mom never let my kids go to the movies. I go, it's a date. Drop us off at the movies. Fuck that. I remember <laughs> I used to go there when I was like uh, a teen trying to get someone to touch my penis. Did well, they, a girl, a date. When I go on a do date. It? Of course. But you know, you know kids dry humping. Uh, listen, all I know is, you know, <laughs> I'm an animal. Wait, I know what I heard? I heard John Jones is calling in. I've heard that rumor. <laughs> yes, I'm he waiting. might fax in. Oh, his here we responses. go. You know what? Great timing. Oh, good right. timing. That's good. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Hey, yeah, John. It's, John Jones. Yeah, buddy. It's John. It's uh, Jim and Matt. How are you? What's up, John Jones? Oh. What's up, Matt? Sarah, Jim Norton. How are you guys? Good, good man. How's everything? We haven't talked to you in a long time. Great. Are we, are we live or is this recorded? Yeah, it's recorded. It's a podcast. It comes out. Uh, people are hearing this on Tuesday. We're speaking on Mondays. It'll be out by tomorrow. Oh, okay. Awesome. Cool. Um, the last time we talked to you, John, was it was in the lobby of the uh, of the hotel in, in Vegas. We bumped oh. into you at, at two hundred, and we asked Daniel the same thing. What what um, when you found out? Okay, hey, look, this test came back. Where were? How did you find out? Did Dana call you, uh, or did he talk to somebody else and they told you? Uh, so I was uh, I was in the hotel room with my wife, and we were just relaxing, uh, getting ready to get our our night workout in. And uh, my Malky called, my manager called me. So John, come here. I need to talk to you. And I could hear it in his voice. It was something serious. And uh, I go over to his room, which was right next door to mine. And uh, he said, uh, "You're not fighting, bro." And I said, "What are you talking about?" And he said, uh, "You you didn't pass your test." I said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "I'm not really sure, but um, 
supposedly had some type of supplements in you, uh, estrogen blockers or something like that. And there were some big name words and stuff that I had never heard before. And, uh, and he said, you're not fighting. And, uh, right away my heart dropped, dude. And I told, I literally felt the weight of every UFC fan on my shoulders. It, it was one of the most intense feelings I've ever went through. Had a, had an anxiety attack actually at that moment. And, uh, it was, it was, it was, I felt like I was drowning, dude. It was, it was a weird feeling. It was a scary feeling. Yeah, you looked, uh, when we saw you, you, you looked a little shell-shocked. I, we saw you on that Saturday morning, and you, and you looked like a little bit like you were still in a bit of disbelief that this whole thing had happened. Yeah, it, it was crazy, man. I, I actually, I had to get, like, security to, like, help me leave the hotel room. Dude, there were so many fans that were so pissed off that, I honestly, I felt like my life was in danger just trying to get out of the casino. Well, their lives were in danger if they tried to fuck with you. <laughs> nah, I hear you. Oh, yeah, well, I wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I, 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 wish, I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> and, and how long before that fight are, are those tests taken? Like, is that taken the day before? How long before that do they even take those? Oh, man, it's, it's a little bit of a blur. I feel like the test was maybe taken two weeks or three weeks before the event, but the results came just about two or three days before the fight. Oh, okay. Uh, I always think they should do that a little bit faster, a little bit of a faster turnaround. And obviously, you, you fought, uh, you know, Ovin St. Peru, uh, St. Peru, and that's the only guy you fought in, in two and a half years. And how does that play on your mentality going into this? Uh, I, I feel good. I'm glad that I fought Ovin St. Peru because there was a, there was slight hesitation in that fight, and it, it, you know, and I I chalk it up to a lot of different things. Um, I felt like. Ovin Semperu had nothing to, to lose, and uh, I felt like I was the guy who was, who was majorly expected to dominate. It was my first time fighting a guy who was ranked eighth when, you know, since I was the 23-year-old kid, I had been always fighting the guy who was ranked number one. Right. And so, um, and not only that, but, you know, watching Ovin's highlights, studying him last minute, I realized that a lot of his knockouts weren't proper uh, proper knockouts. It, it, it was... It was you know, a guy winging for the fences and, and things going his way. Um, and I was afraid to have a situation. Uh, I mean, I'm going to relate it to you and, and GSP, man. You fucking, you fucking, you went, you swung for the fences and, and, and look what happened to George. And I, and I didn't want that to happen to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I fought smart and, um, and I won by a one-sided unanimous decision, but in a lot of people's minds, uh, that wasn't good enough. Well, now on the Joe Rogan podcast, though, you were talking about that being saying your wor- that was your worst performance. But you will, <laughs> and unlike you know most of the <clears throat> the rest of your career, you didn't go out to party the weekend before that fight. Does that get in your head at all? Like shit, man, that was my worst performance, and I didn't do my my normal party. And uh, fuck it, should I go out and party <laughs> before uh, this it, one? It, it, it crossed my mind. It crossed my mind. Whether I was messing with my like, uh, what made me me, you know, sure. and uh, and I decided that that was a weak way of thinking, um, that I shouldn't use any crutch, uh, that I should just believe in being great and 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 and, and, and attempting, daring to be great, and, and really giving myself a hundred chance to perform at a high level. Someone told me, you know, John, lose those thoughts of uh, you need to be a wild boy in order to perform at a high level, like, and uh, and I've lost those thoughts and. Like I said, I just I just chalk it up to uh, the pressure, the expectations, and and really, really, you know, 
fighting a guy who had everything to gain and nothing to lose. That's that's usually when when the favorite, you know, gets surprised. Yes, it's it's a guy who has so, his sights so much more set on you than you had had on him until very recently. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and, and him and his coaches uh, world, you know, beating John Jones one day. Not to sound fool myself, I mean that means a lot to a lot of people out there. There's a small kid right now uh, hoping to beat me one day, and for me, Open St. Pearl was never even on my radar. I I had never even paid attention to any of his fights until uh, until just uh, you know last minute replacement happened. Are you concerned at all with any, I mean, fighters always say they're not, and, and I've heard it exists and it doesn't exist. Are you concerned with any ring rust? I know you've been training and you certainly haven't just been sitting around, but it's been, it's been a while since you've had a fight of this caliber. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned with ring rust. I feel like, uh, I feel like with Ovin's situation, like I said, he, he was getting all these, uh, I mean, he was knocking people out, throwing punches up, like on one leg and one foot, you know, backing up and winging punches and getting knockouts. Um, you know, that made me respect him uh, because of his unorthodox uh, knockout ability. Where with with DC, it's like, DC is not a knockout artist. And, and uh, I thought I'm getting sidetracked to answering this question. I, I'm not That's I'm not true. concerned with ring rest to answer your question. I'm not concerned with ring rest at all. I, I'm, I'm very prepared for this fight. It's my first rematch. I beat DC once before. And my my psychology going into this fight is to expect more out of myself. Now that I know that I can beat him, uh, now I'm looking to finish him. I feel like the last two years, DC has gone farther away from his prime where I just turned 30 on the 19th and I feel like I'm stepping into my prime. And do you, th- you, you I'm guessing you've seen his rumble fights and against Gustafson. Do you, do you think he is an improved fighter at all since he no. fought you? No. I haven't seen any 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 new techniques um, at all. I mean, uh, Rumble Johnson is notorious for getting caught in the rear naked choke. I'm sure he rehearsed that a lot going into the fight. Um, but outside of that, his striking, uh, everything, I feel like it's exactly the same. Now, as a fighter, John, like, I, I, you know, I've been in the game forever, and when I, I get along with most of the guys I'm fighting, I still, you know, it's a fight, and I try not to fight emotional. Nobody wants to do that. But I did find when I was getting ready for a fight with a guy on the rare occasion that I did not like, that I had some beef with, that I fucking dis- I made me, I, I just didn't like the guy. It definitely helped in my preparation for the fight. Like, I'm like, I can't wait right. to get to smack this motherfucker. Like, how do you feel compared to fighting your past opponents? I mean, tough, tough guys. Compared to, compared to fighting a guy like DC that you, you know, you guys literally don't like each other. I feel like it gives me uh, added motivation, especially at, at this point in my career. I'm a young guy, but I feel like I'm beating so many legends and I'm beating the who's who's already. And sometimes you you have to find little things to uh, to to make you get up one more time. And uh, in DC, his hatred for me and how much this fight means to him, it it it, it makes the fight mean a little bit more to me as well. Um. But at the same time, I fought guys like Leona Machida, who was so respectful before the fight, and uh, or, or Shogun, who was so respectful before the fight, and and I went out there and won. So, uh, so you know, I get I get I get a little extra motivation from people who 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 hates me and is trying to do the things that DC is trying to do to my image or whatever. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm a competitor, and I'm a guy who uh, who practices at a high level, and I'm a guy who performs when the lights are on at a high level. Um, so I, I don't really, 
I think I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do what I what I do regardless of what's happening before the fight. And you know, obviously, you're looking to this fight. I mean, it's in you know what five days. You're this is what you're concentrating on. But there's also been speculation. People have talked about you someday possibly moving up to heavyweight. Is that something that you've even in a peripheral way considered or thought about, or is appealing? Yeah, I, I would love to become a, a two weight class champion. I think it's going to happen eventually. I just want to wait until I find the perfect uh, matchup. I want to find a guy who uh, is a champion and he only weighs about 235. And like uh, back when I came was the champion, you know, he was he was a guy that I mean, because I mean, I'm no idiot, dude. You get a really talented big guy versus a really talented small guy. The small guy is at a major disadvantage. Sure. And right now, Stipe has been doing great in the heavyweight division, and I hope I'm not coming across as a pussy because I'm not. No, it's honest. I, I, by by any means, um, but I just rather fight somebody who. Uh, who I feel stylistically would just be a freaking a much better matchup, especially because I would give up sacrificing thirty, forty pounds of muscle. Yeah. I mean, you if you look at you look at McGregor, he fought at forty five and fifty five. I mean, I beat guys who's ten pounds heavier than me, asses all day long. But when you're talking about a guy who has forty pounds of muscle on you and he's a talented athlete, I'm, I'm just, I, I just want to be smart about the time I step out of my lane. And challenge somebody else. No, that's that, that's not a pussy. That, that's a really honest way to, to answer the question because I think you'd be dumb if you didn't think that way. Like that's a huge amount of weight to give away. Like you said, it, 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 that's you know if it's a thirty five forty pound jump, you know I mean who wants to give that away to a guy who is a legitimate uh, champion? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent. And you mentioned Connor too. He has fought. I mean they they took the one belt from him and now he's fighting Floyd. I mean he kind of his rise took place a lot of when you were not there. Um, yeah. what, what do you think about somebody fighting outside of the actual sport? I mean, as far as their chances, I think it's beautiful, man. I think, it's, I think it's great for the sport. I mean, boxing has a 100 year old tradition. They're over 100 years old, uh, boxing way over hundred years old, actually. Um, so they have old school money. They got old school fans that long money, long fans, um, where UFC, we're, we're just over 20 years old. So um, I feel like it's so great for both of us. It's great to rejuvenate boxing because employees' absence, their sport's a little more dull. And in our sport, it's just so new. We, I mean, we're not even really, truly mainstream yet. So I think it, it helps boxing get more light, rejuvenate them, and it helps us get more awareness. So this is just a purely entertaining fight for for uh, all of combat sports. It's great for all of combat sports, uh, combat sports no matter who wins the fight. Um, but if you're asking me who I believe is going to win the fight, I'm a fan of greatness. I'm a fan of Michael Jordan, LeBron James, uh, you know, freaking all the great Michael Phelps. I'm a, I'm a fan of people who do things that are abnormal sure. and stand undefeated for, uh, freaking 49. 49 yeah. at, that's abnormal. And I'm blessed to be alive during his era to be able to witness this level of greatness. Um, and I just, I'm a fan of greatness, so I, I, I'm imagining that uh, his record is not a coincidence and he's going to do it again. I mean, for him to lose to an MMA puncher, I mean, it, it would just be, it would just be so meant to be if that were to happen. I, um, I, and I think Connors is such a big disadvantage too because he's, he's actually fighting his instincts of to, to shoot for a takedown or to drive a knee or to, or to throw a kick. There's so many things he has to be aware of that he would normally do that he can't now do. Uh, well, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think I think he has strapped up the boxing boots enough to know that he can't elbow and all this type of stuff. 
Uh, if anything, he may want to do instinctually that he won't be able to do is clinch um, because I doubt a, a boxing referee will allow an MMA fighter to come into his arena and to rough up Floyd Mayweather, the king of boxing, right. and, and, and allow all that dirty boxing to go on. I think him getting broken up and, and not able to use his strength and size, uh, him getting broken up fast, and not, you know, I think that's going to be something that throws him off because he's used to being able to clinch. Um, but, I mean, come on, dude, the, you know, Conor likes to pull back when you throw your right, and he counters with a straight left. Floyd Mayweather's been seeing those tricks since he was fucking 12 years old. There's yeah. just, there's, I just, I just, it's just very unlikely for Conor to win. But, but I do respect Conor tremendously. I hope I'm not coming across as someone who who is not rooting for him or happy for him. No. I think what he's done for our sport is unbelievable. What he's done for me personally, he's shown me that that the money can be made with the right attitude. It, it's there being made because I never thought in my lifetime I would see a UFC fighter um, having, you know, 70, 50, whatever he's making million dollar payday. I mean, that's inspiring to me. Yeah. And, and it is, uh, it's, it's fun to hear these guys kind of yell at each other because I'm thinking to myself, they really probably don't dislike each other. I mean, they're very similar guys. They're both uh, great at what they do. They both love flashy stuff. You know, you ever see Connor's, what, what does he have? Like a fucking, uh, he's got some car with his picture on the side of it. You know what I mean? I mean, him and Mayweather are very similar guys and they just, they're both making a tremendous amount of money. I, I think there's very yeah. little pressure on Connor for this because, you know, Floyd's actually putting his legacy up. Uh, against a guy who's never fought a professional fight before. One hundred percent. No one, no one expects Conor McGregor to win. Conor's in a very, very sweet spot, man. Everything to gain, zero to lose, and a shit ton of money to be made. It's like, uh, yeah, he's in a beautiful spot. I mean, if I was him, I mean, you could act as goofy as you want to act because I mean, all you need to do is get one more viewer. And not only that, he has zero to lose because. Not for, no matter what happens in that boxing match, he knows he can kick his ass in a real fight. So what the hell does he have to worry about? And that's you pretty know? badass too, right? So ultimately, <laughs> exactly. no, dude, I, I would, I would freaking, I would fucking, oh my goodness, it would be so <laughs> nasty. It wouldn't even, I wouldn't even want to see, I would not pay to see Mayweather no. versus McGregor in the, in the octagon. It'd be disgusting. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. No, no, no one would sanction that. <laughs> not at all. Hey, um, how how is life in general for you? Like, you know, have you, you know, you went through these turbulent times and stuff, and now you, you're fighting again. Have, have things settled down, and you're like, kind of, uh, what you would feel is on the right track, and, and not, uh, you know, doing anything that might be considered uh, destructive. Man, you know what? To, to be real with you guys, man, and I don't think people really see it, and they don't see it this way, and I don't think it's because the truth of the matter is, man, my hit and run car accident was two years ago, and. Ultimately, UFC 200, I took a pill that I was planning on fucking with. That was it. That was, that, was, that was it, right? I, I wasn't out freaking doing something crazy and hammered and high on drugs. Dude, the last time I got in real trouble, that was two years ago, man. I've, I've grown so much as a man and as a person since that shit. Unfortunately, UFC 200, the word steroid got, got connected to it and... And now I have DC that's trying to convince the world that's why he lost. I mean, I gave him such a gift by by him being able to accuse me of doing steroids. When 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 the fact of the matter is, USADA themselves, the most powerful drug testing agency in the world, came out and said John Jones is not a drug chief. He is guilty of negligence 
and, and taking a pill without actually knowing what was in it and having estrogen blockers. Never once have I had high testosterone levels. I'm a big advocate of being a clean athlete. Dan Gable's quote was, when I know an athlete has done steroids, I knew I can beat him because he doesn't have what it takes to earn the victory. Mm. My wins come, my, my, my come from within, dude. I've been tall and skinny. My nickname is Bones. But anyways. Hey, anyways, listen. That's that, I'm, good I'm, to hear. Yeah, and I'm with you, John Jones. I want to defend you because I literally, literally, and I'm on TRT. I'm, I'm retired. So I have no problem with my cock. And I love, the, yeah. I love a good <laughs> cock pill once in a while. Absolutely. I'm going on Absolutely. record saying that. I don't give a Absolutely. fuck, Jim Norton. Dude, I, dude look at, I, I've taken Real more shit. Cialis. I'm older than both of you guys. I've been taking Cialis. I went to Brazil. I was doing 100 milligrams a night. It was ugly. We like the I love it. This is the thing about that, that shit. You'd be surprised how many motherfuckers are doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. My my whole thing is that, you know, my shit's public, man. And But I'm at a point now where I don't give a fuck what no one thinks about me. I know the truth. I think real motherfuckers know the truth, too, yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> but it's easier to blame my success on steroids. So have at it. Have at it. Because every light heavyweight who fucking says that I've done steroids is just a pussy and a coward. And they can't accept the fact that I'm just fucking better dude this is ah. th- I, I can't tell you how pumped <laughs> yeah. i am and i know matt is and, oh, and yeah. anybody who's a ufc fan is so pumped for this fight uh it's gonna be very interesting to see and, and and we hope you have a great fight man you know we like you so much and i'm happy that you're fighting again and that everything is behind you and that's just we're just it's just great for the sport and, and we're happy for you personally Hey, thank you guys. It sounds like you're trying to wrap me up. So, so <laughs> well, no, they 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 I'll wrap. Chris said we have two minutes left. Is that John's people or us? We'll keep talking. We love John Jones. Well, keep talking to him. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's John's like it's out. good. <laughs> no, no, actually, you know, Dave Block is looking at me. Head head of yeah. PR over here is looking at me. Is like, uh, no, actually, you should get off the phone. Okay, because yeah. you're, you're talking way too much, John. Anyways, so, good times, <laughs> good times, man. I'm glad I can be real with you, real motherfuckers, and yeah. have a great. Yeah, we'll see you soon. UFC 214. Good luck, buddy, okay? Later, John. All right. Good luck. Later, guy. Bye, John. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Chris gave fun. me the signal. I thought that it was... No, no. no I, listen. We, we only had a few minutes. I okay. think he has fun with us, but he's probably had the run, too. And, yeah. And, and uh, He sounded I, good, though, man. John really sounded... Uh, I think he likes us, too, to be honest with you, Jimmy. I hope so. Yeah, he perked up when you said it was you guys. He was like, oh, hey, guys. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I, I asked him that question about the... Because uh, you, know, you have to ask, because it's been a while... But uh, you know, I'm glad to hear that he's doing good, man. I want to see. I want to see a healthy John Jones. He's 30 years old, dude. He could fight for another eight, nine years. Isn't I mean, it amazing? He's only 10 30. Years. It's, it's crazy. incredible. And this 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 shitty period could be behind him by the time he's 30. Right. That's and, amazing. And to give him a little, um, to give him some credit, like you know, I I know what it's like to be when you're fighting. I I, I really I no. This, let me let me say this right. I, when I was on the old, I was fighting for a while in my 20s and uh, all, all throughout my 20s. But it's one of those things where it was nowhere near the exposure and like the, the, the fame that John Jones had at sure. a very early age. Yes. I had it when I got on that Ultimate Fighter, I was 31. And that's when I really, people started to recognize me at gas stations type of thing. Sure. Before that, it was I'd go away and I'd play celebrity in Vegas for a week where people, diehard fans would see me and I'd come back and nobody'd know me. So, to, and 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 in that time, you you change in your twenties. You're not. I believe me, man. You're not really. You're a different guy in your thirties. Yeah. You mature. Even that. It's weird to say I'm mature, but you mature as a person. And and uh, you know he had to do all that and in, in, in just in, in front of everybody. You know what I mean? And like basically a fishbowl where That's everybody good can see point. what he's doing. So twenty three years old to be the champion. Yeah. He's a thirty year old man now, and uh, 
you know, I wish him the best, and, and I'm looking forward to this. I, I like both guys. I do too. It's hard to pick who yeah. I want. I really do like both of them, and I'm not just yeah. being politically correct. I like John. I've interviewed him quite a few times, and in, 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 you know, in, in the radio show and here. And Cormier, you can't not like. No, oh, we love we love DC, man. I just don't, I don't want either one of them to be embarrassed. Like whoever wins the fight, I don't want either one of them to be embarrassed. Like I like both of those guys too much to to want to see one of them go out like that. Like you right. want to see if if they lose third, fourth round, but you don't want to see I don't want to see anybody get knocked out in the first round. Well, that's what I thought was great about the Weidman Gaslam fight. Obviously, we're pulling for Chris. We wanted to win. We like Kelvin, so it was like okay, Chris got the win. Kelvin looked Kelvin, good. Kelvin's got nothing it was to good. be ashamed. Now nah, he's a Chris, a much bigger guy. You, yeah. you could see it. I mean, six foot two. I don't know how big Kelvin is, but when he was on top of him, you could see that's a big difference. Oh, well, yeah. first of all, just the just the, I know we're getting out of here, but Kelvin was also you know he was great after the fight. He was saying that one seventy is going to you know that should be his home, and he's going to go out to that the facility in, in Vegas, the UFC uh, facility, and uh, see some um, diet- dietitians and uh, see what's up with that. So, okay, good. You know, best of, hey, nothing but respect for Kelvin, man. Yeah, he's I, great. I, I loved that guy before and even more after. He's such a warrior and I oh, I watch that guy fight every time. Is he Mexican, Spanish? Because he was getting his instructions. He's Mexican, yeah. I didn't know that because I'm like, I'm watching the corner and the guy's yelling. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know that. Yeah, between both camps, uh, you know, from the way in, from every you know, all through it, where just everybody's very civil and with myself and you know, and those guys, those guys are you know, I respect them a lot. By yeah. the way, what I wanted to say to John and, I, and we just kept talking was that whole being rude to him shit probably works because Cormier at least went the distance. I mean, fucking god, oh, poor Leota Machida was choked out <laughs> standing up. Don't be nice to him. That's one of the most brutal finishes My to any god, fight. He just drops him. He dropped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to seeing him back in action. I'm Can't gonna be, I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. I'm, I I'll be honest. I'm extremely jealous. You're you jealous? Yeah, I'll be in Montreal. I got gigs up in Montreal. I'm doing uh, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday the Jisoo Theater, and Ooh, then um, plug it. Yeah, I got the August fifth at the Borgata. If you want to come see me and the dumb Chip Chipperson podcast, which is a surprisingly smash hit. Really? It did. I can't. I, it's got. I went up last night. I'm on YouTube. I already got like fucking. Something almost thirty thousand views fuck. overnight. Congratulations! That doesn't mean anything. No girl's ever gonna fuck me. Some chip. It actually hurts me. Really? Yeah. Yes. What do you think? Netflix is gonna look and go. We want to do a chip special. No. They're like no, we hate you now. I hate chip. <laughs> you don't like chip? Fuck chip. I like chip a little bit better than that guy I met at that fucking gymnasium. <laughs> my kids dance thing. Anyway, my kids birthday party thing. All right, listen, Jimmy. We, this was a long show. Yes, it was. I mean, and I'd stay here even longer, but I got things to do. All right, we'll see you in a couple days. No, I'm not seeing you nowhere. You're taking off. You're leaving me. I'm back next Monday. All right. I know I've been gone a lot, but again, the summer's busy for me. It's my career. I can't, you know. Yeah, I mean, then, you know, when you got some time, you can hang out with me. I love hanging out with you. Thanks, Jimmy. All right, thank you to the great Daniel Cormier. And, of course, uh, John Jones. We're so happy he's fighting again. And uh, good luck to both of those guys, man. It's going to be tremendous. And congratulations, Weidman. Yes! We'll leave it at that. Congrats, Chris. Chris Weidman. Congrats, Chris Weidman. Yes. Yes, and Chris Dennis Weidman. Bermudez. And Dennis What about Dennis? Got to congratulate him, too. He's got a slow clap. He didn't win the fight. So he still fought well. No, he did great. I'm the f- <laughs> don't, well. don't you dare do a boo on there. We no, got to respect everybody to get still in there. No, no, he I got the slow it. clap because yeah. fought, fought well. Chris the producer is not a big Dennis Bermudez fan. Oh, how dare you. Just, no, <laughs> why? No, I love Dennis Bermudez. So do we. We don't love his stand I love his stand-up, but I don't love his stand-up uh, com- comedy I thought he fought skills. very well. Ryan LaFleur did a funny joke when he was in here. I was uh, well, I'm going to keep you in suspense All right, until the next show. You think Bermudez fought well? I thought he looked really good. I thought he won the fight. Oh, I thought he was close. Yeah, I no, no, I did. Fight. For sure. I thought he won. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we all agree on that. No, what are we doing now? You ever hear the word linger? We're lingering. 
Yeah, bye. Bye, Jimmy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because... If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.